106.9. And welcome to the program that keeps me alive daily. This is the Stansberry Show. We are online for you, WRQK.com. I'm joined every weekday morning by Matthew Fantone, and that's important. Yeah. Because if I weren't, I'm not sure this show would get off the ground yesterday or today. Because, dude, this is broken record territory now. I, again, do not have access to one of my machines in the studio. Something must be going on with it. Maybe it's down and they're waiting for another machine. I don't know. Something. But something must be going on with it. I don't know. I don't have an email or anything. But uh, something Just keep mu- telling yourself that. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. Something must be going on with it. taking care of it. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have access to it. So again, just like yesterday, and you did an amazing job, and that should not be overlooked. I need you to be on your co-pilot game today. I'll do my best. So, Chewy, the, I'll, uh, the, I'll do my best. The controls of the Falcon are steadily being placed in your hands. He's tall. He's hairy. He makes a lot of noise. <laughs> That's it. That, me right there. Those are those are similarities. How yeah. are you, buddy? Ah, uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. I uh, I don't have too much to complain about. Um, other than the fact of like, eh, I, I Tuesday morning, I just didn't want to do it this morning. I didn't want to, and it's not that I didn't want to do the show. I just didn't want to like get Wake out up. of bed. Yeah. I just didn't want to like at three thirty the alarm went off, and I'm just like, God Ugh. damn it, son of a bitch. All the swear words, you know, every all of them I could get sure. out of my mouth, and and and, and here I am. With a uh, with a with a with a with a Han Solo that that might not have like like visuals in front of him now, None. and it's like, hey, None. you didn't feel like doing it. Now you're gonna have to do it all by Dude, yourself. No, if you go into hyperspace, you do it blindfolded. Okay. Damn it, that's okay. the best way. Okay, that's right. the best way. Is that the Star Wars way? Is that the? Thing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be our way today. Apparently. Apparently, I just got to do it blind. Yeah, well, you're yeah, good at that. You've I mean, done this before. Exa- well, exactly. Right. I, be- I believe the number was 15 times just last month alone. Put together a good one. You know, it was a good month. It was a solid and month. And we did. Yeah, actually, we, uh, we did do that. I have good news for you today. All right, I can't wait for it. So it's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. And I'm going to show my love and affection for you. Love it. In a way that, nice. I, that I wasn't prepared for, but right. eight, at 8 o'clock Finally, today. the coming out party. Stansbury and Phantom are just going to start making out. Make out! On the radio. No, at 8 a.m. this morning, yeah. I am going to let you just spew off at the mouth about your love and affection for the WWE because a story surrounding the WWE Perfect. came out yesterday, and I'm actually interested in Perfect. this. Perfect. I don't I'm, even know what this story is, but I'm very excited. I'm actually very interested in this story that's coming out uh, that, that that was announced pretty much yesterday surrounding a former WWE superstar that I actually find very interesting. And uh, and so there's a story surrounding that gentleman. That at 8 a.m. this morning, we'll do that. Nice. And then and can I talk about John Cena for a little bit too? Oh just God, let me talk about John Cena. Eight o'clock, dude. I'm giving you eight o'clock, and you <laughs> see, this is an engine take three miles territory. Fine, just do it. Well, I'm just saying the C Nation will be excited. I mean, yeah, that's what <laughs> is they that call that a thing? That's, that's, of course, that's a thing, dude. Of course, that's a thing. You have to wear jean shorts. You have to have at least one pair of jean shorts to get into C Nation. I feel like that's a lie. Um, oh, it, maybe to get in that group. <laughs> it, uh, it it just sucks. Cena lost Sunday night. Uh, SmackDown tonight. Hearing rumors uh, that he's possibly going to be stepping away from the ring for a little bit. So I don't know. I'm just concerned. I know Cena is, that right? is as well. Yeah. I mean, it can't be too much longer, right? I mean, no, it, dude, wrestlers can go forever. I mean, it's a fake sport, so like they can yeah. go forever. But he's one of the few guys I think that probably has the ability to make more money out of the ring than in it. And right? That's the concern. There is like, well, I mean, the Rock not, was like that, and it has been like yeah. that. Has obviously turned that into the oh, highest, way more money, highest now. paid actor yeah. of 2016. So I mean, like, huge. Obviously, there's a ton of money to be made outside of uh, outside of the WWE, and it's it's I'm sure a hard uh, hard as, thing. As much as I hate Cena, he kind of has what the rock has where he he does have a charisma built into him he does and he's funnier than people think he's going to be too 
He was hilarious on SNL. Like, a legit hilarious. He, he is funnier than people would think he would be. That is true. I'll give him that. And I hate him. It's hard for me to give him credit on him. You know what? Why am I... Yeah. yeah. Dude, he's he a, wrote his own theme song. He raps his own theme song. I mean, he became a millionaire in jorts. So, I mean, I feel like there is a lesson to be learned in that. Bray Wyatt, new WWE champion. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be squaring off with Randy Orton at WrestleMania. The WWE Universe losing their mind. The road to WrestleMania. So, 8 o'clock, we'll, uh, we'll give you an inside scoop on what's happening uh, with a former WWE or... And then nine o'clock is New Tour Tuesday. New yeah. Katy Perry, Chained to the Rhythm, which she yeah. uh, which she had played the other night at the Grammys, and uh, and then uh, we have new and the Fantone found this. Jeez. Runaway June Jeez. is the country artist. Jeez. No, and uh, and I haven't heard this yet. I was I was heading down to uh, Fairless. I was going down to Falcon Country with my girlfriend, kicking the dust up one okay. time over the weekend. We went uh, we went antiquing with her mom, and it was one of those things. And it has been one of those things that when we're driving down to her mom's house, she's always like, "Oh, we gotta listen to country. I don't care if you hate country. We gotta listen to country. We're in we're in Fairless. This is country. Like you that, have to listen to country." And I'm like, "That might be a real rule." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever. Sure, we're driving through Navarre. We're driving through." Brewster and this song comes on and it's called Lipstick and you know you know country radio like it's one of those syndicated country shows like the top 20 country countdown and they're like oh hi coming up runaway June she's gonna kick the kicking dust it up with kicks. kicking it with kicks exactly dude kicking exactly it with kicks and 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 and, and so the it, intro to that show is horrendous so the song coming out of it is that new Garth Brooks song that uh, lay down and dance which obviously is lay Bang. down and have sex right he's dance like dance has meant sex in every song in the history of music. I wonder what Garth meant by when he said lay down and dance. Do you think it was a little bit more? <laughs> Kicking it with kicks. And, and That's just, that I audience. Mean, just the, the, the most cheesy just, Dude, they're perplexed by yo-yos. That's that crowd. Garth, what did you mean by that? And obviously he meant to have sex with the woman. Obviously that's what he's talking about. Uh, but the song is called Lipstick. The artist is Runaway June and I'm very excited. I have it. not heard this yet. I'm very excited. And I'm a kick it with kicks. <laughs> I don't. Even, I mean, I know it's on, but I don't. I don't know when or whatever. I have heard the intro to it, and it is. It's not good. It's like, wow, this is really odd. And it's a nationally syndicated radio yeah. show. Like that guy yeah. makes a ton more money than I do. Like it's not even comparable. Bro, no, like, not even not close. Even, it's not even close. No, and, because you know what radio did? Radio went and got like five musicians and then paid him a bunch. Of, look at what these companies did. Yeah. Rock went and got Nikki Six, paid yeah. him a ton of money. Had never done radio before. It was actually a buddy of mine who flew out to California and like sat Nikki down and was like, bro, I'm telling you, you can do that. I can teach you how to do this in a year. And that dude, Nikki didn't want to do it. He had to be dragged into it. You just got to take him to the Ohio Center for Broadcasting, dude. It's all you got to do. Pay right. the bills right there. Right. Nikki Six, go and roll him. So let's go spend money on 80s rock stars, 80 country stars, yeah. and then we'll just not pay anybody else in the, in the companies all, uh, you know, at all. Garth, it's a good did, system. What did you mean by that? Did he mean something else by that? And I'm just like, are you dude, kidding me? I'm telling you, like, in a capitalist society, it's not the way. It's, dude's pretty, I mean, it doesn't work out well for me. No, but, no, we've got hoes. But, but, but I can tell you, it's not the worst system. They're making a ton of money, dude. Doing it that a lot way, of so, money doing it. You know, good for them. So, and then we have uh, we have new Chicken Foot, which if you don't know who they are, they kind of fell off the map for a little while. But they there was a record that came out. I think it was like 2008, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was it was later in the 2000s when they became a thing. It's not like they've been around forever. I was doing afternoons when the first record came out. I remember that because I remember the record label trying trying to tell me how good it was going to be, and I remember sitting at that lunch like, no, it isn't. But it's like Sammy Hagar on yeah. vocals. 
And then uh, Michael Anthony, the former Van Halen, uh, you know, bass player. So, like, you know, you got two Van Haleners there. And then is it Joe Satriani? Satriani, correct. And then the drummer Chad Smith from uh, from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. From the Chili Peppers, the one that looks like Will Ferrell. That's um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was the song of theirs? Different Devil, Bigfoot, or Oh Yeah? Those are the three we have. I feel like Oh Yeah. I think it was Oh Yeah. Chicken Foot. Oh Yeah. Oh Yeah. Deep there. I don't know if this was it or not. I can't remember. But I remember MTV no. like tried to play the video, and rock stations tried to play the song because it was Sammy Hagar. That probably tells you all you need to know about Chicken Foot is what was the name of that song? They right. tried to make it a big hit, and they couldn't. I think it was this one. Now, I'll be honest with you. I like Sammy. I have always liked Sammy. Give me some three lockbox. I'm all right with it. You know what I mean? You give me like I, th- there are Van Halen purists who don't like Van Hagar, and I'm I totally like Van Hagar. I think they both have their merits. Like you know, they're they're. I'm probably if I, if I went song for song for song for song, I'm probably a bigger Van Halen with David Lee Roth fan, but I think there's more of a catalog there, so that might be part of it. But I don't dismiss the Van Hagar days. I lo- like I ask all the time why this radio station doesn't play "Finish What You Started." I ask all the time why this radio station doesn't play Pound Cake. What? I don't get why. We don't play right now. What? Top of the world? Sammy Hagar certainly a... a, a, Best of both worlds? What? A front man who's where is he supposed to be. Like, that guy, was his voice was right for the era, for the band, for the time. uh, I'm not huge into either Van Halen or Van Hagar, but I certainly... This is where uh, our age difference comes in a little bit. I, I certainly understand why people are. So... My buddy was a pretty big Van Halen fan. Right. Actually, a guy who works here is a pretty big Van Halen fan, and I took him to a Van Halen show about 10 years ago. But a buddy of mine I grew up and I went to high school with was a really big Van Halen fan, and I had pit passes at the queue. So like, there was, a, there was a hole cut out in the side of the stage, and we were sitting in there. And Sammy came out with Coronas, opened them, and started pouring them in our cups. And my buddy looked at me. He's like, you have the coolest job ever. I didn't care at all. I was like, dude, I've been to a million shows. I don't care at all. My buddy was looking at me. He's like, this is the best night of my life. Sammy Hagar just poured Corona in my cup, man. He was like, dude, he loved that. So it was like that was awesome, you know what I mean? It was Steve like, was like Corona's gross. I don't, I don't care. Drink, I, don't drink that. <laughs> I don't care, dude. I don't even want to be here. It's not even good. <laughs> yeah, no. We'll go home. That was awesome. I mean, that that sure enough, it did. It pulled you right back into the show because it was like, man, that was kind of cool. That charismatic dude, he is. Like, he is. At the end of the day, like book was good. It, Tequila's real good. We've said it about a million different artists. You don't necessarily have to be the greatest artist in the world. Sometimes you're just a front man. Sometimes you're just a a star on the stage. Well, and take, he, he is. Take the guy he replaced. David Lee Roth's got a terrible, terrible voice. voice. Terrible yeah. voice. But he's such a charismatic. Vince Neil's another one from Motley Crue. Can't sing a lick, but just really good at the role that you kind of forgive it. You know? So I believe we have Sammy Hagar tickets to give away, do do we not? We do. The Roxinos, where it's all going down. All right. So what we'll do then, because I I think I'm pretty smart radio wise, is we'll give away the Sammy Hagar tickets right after we play Chicken Foot. Oh. And that song is called Divine Termination. That's wow. part of New Tour Tuesday at 9 o'clock. That's pretty we, smart. We, that is pretty smart. Pretty smart. I think, dude, maybe I write that down. <laughs> did, did Kicks do that? Did you pick that up from kicking it with Kicks? I think you did. All right, I stole it. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I, it's never happened in the history of radio before. Has anything ever been lifted from another program and put somewhere else? And I apologize. Kicks, I'm sorry, buddy. I apologize to whatever that girl that's in the studios with you. I don't know who it is. Is it Tanya Tucker? I don't know. I don't. Maybe maybe it's another country legend. Who the hell knows? Garth, what did you mean by laying down and dancing with her? What did he mean? Did he mean uh, something? 
something else? I don't know. I believe he meant to two-step <laughs> on her forehead. Come that's on. what I believe that's what he meant. No, I believe he meant to take her clothes off and maybe, uh, you know, well, you know, night moves, I believe, <laughs> is what Bob Seger called it. We are getting out of this. We will be back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. 6 9 Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 7.30. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I apologize. That's 8.30. We actually have uh, some new details going on with the Hall of Fame Village. Nice. So we'll pass that out around 8.30 this morning. Can't wait. And again, 9 o'clock, new Tour Tuesday, new Katy Perry, new Runaway June, new Chicken Foot. All part of that this morning. And we'll have a pair of uh, Sammy Hagar tickets to give you during that. Roxino, baby. That's right. I like it. That's right. Smart right there. Sponsor new Tour Tuesday. Put a little Chicken Foot on new Tour Tuesday. Smart. Well, hand in hand there. So it is Valentine's Day. It oh, is. you know what? Before we get okay. there, you know, yesterday we were talking about how your TV spies on you. Yeah. And, and, and I started getting into my paranoia. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know what I mean? I don't like it. So this morning I wake up in bed and uh, I'm like everybody else. The first thing I do is reach for my phone. Right. And, uh, you know, you check all your social media. Right. Yeah. Because God knows the first thing I got to think is what right. is everyone bitching about today? That's first thing I got to know. I got to know. Did people validate <laughs> my opinions? Are there enough <laughs> likes? Do people tell me I'm awesome? I need to know, damn it. Yeah, I need do. to know. You do. So like I open uh, you know the big three you know right. <laughs> they it, it, you know it's uh so you know I open Facebook there and then then you know I go to Twitter there and then I go to my Instagram okay I click on it and it just prompts me with the change your password screen uh oh says change your password to make sure your account stays safe Uh-oh. somebody in the Ukraine via an Android device uh, an Android device has tried to log into your Instagram uh oh now I've never been to the Ukraine. And we all know I'm an iPhone person. So I was like, well, that's not good. It's problematic. That right is there. problematic right there. And so, see, this is what I was saying yesterday. I don't like this stuff. Because, dude, I just don't I don't like feeling like I'm not alone ever. Yeah, but you don't dislike it enough to do anything. No. So, like, I'm an American. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just going to bitch. Now, at the end of the day. Why am I not allowed to do that? At the, well, at the end of the day, I think you could do something about it. If you felt that compelled by it, and you know who would actually be a great person to consult on this um, is uh, is uh, Tri-C's own Josh Gadka of cybersecurity. If you want Is that to what he do, does? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like an IT dude, and he's very into like issues pertaining to that. Like I've, I, you know, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Follow yeah, me Twitter and like he'll often be posting stuff about that. No, I didn't Um, notice. And if he's always, it's always his libertarian stuff. Well, right, 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 right. I mean, there's that and there, there, there's cybersecurity. He's an interesting guy. He is certainly. That's why he got his own Tri C commercial, dude. You didn't get one. I didn't get one. Like, of course (laughs) not. And I went there. Yeah, yeah. So did I. Dropped out just like you did. (laughs) Come on now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so there's plenty of things I think you could do, but we're just going to be like, oh well, somebody tried to victimize me, and I'm just going to have to respond to it. Nobody wants to be proactive about these things. Nobody wants to really know what it takes to like, hey, if I wanted my cell phone to be secure, and, and, and what would I have to do? If I really wanted my my home computers, you know, my my what would I really have to do? Most people just aren't willing to do the legwork and kind of... Well, the, here's also the problem. is what Right now, is we're kind of casually having this conversation, right. 6,000 people are going to send me ideas, right. and they're all going to be different, and really, at, at the end of the day, how do I know you know what you're talking about? Right, you know what I mean? Right, and right. that's the other thing. And how do I know you're not somebody that's like, oh, this guy doesn't know anything about this? I'll tell him I can help him, and then secretly, I'm out there to hurt you. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean... Yeah, see, I don't trust any 
any of you. So, You're all up to something. That's why we gotta do sweaty palms. Put your faith in Gadka. That's all you can do, dude. Josh Gadka. That's all you faith can do. Faith in Gadka. Hashtag faith in Gadka. <laughs> that's all you can yeah. do, honestly. He, I mean, he's a, he is on the up and up, and I have met him personally a handful of times. He is a nice guy. Um, just so I, I, I think there's plenty of things that just we, made him more famous than Tracy ever did. By the way, <laughs> I think there's plenty of things that we all could do, just not willing to do it. I, I, that's I, fair. I, like most legwork sucks. Like most things in life, when it comes to what we consume, whether that's food or, or goods or our digital things, what's convenient and what's cheap. That's what people go to. It's convenient for me just to be like, yes, Facebook, I accept. I don't care. Whatever. Fine. Perfect. Who cares if you need access to my camera and my and my microphone and my this and my that and my everything? Who's social security number? Here it is. Just make Earth me popular. Yeah, I just like want to be popular, man. And, yeah, and, you're right. And, and that's that how is we, we are. are. That's just who we are. And it, I mean, I guess I wish people would, uh, would, would smarten up, but I can't necessarily stand on that hill like, no, dude, I've got it all locked down. So I, I thought to myself, well, maybe today's the day I'm just done. Okay. Maybe today's the day I'm done with Instagram. Okay. You know what I mean? And then I was like, well, it's the only way socially that I'm still connected with at least one her. person. With her. With one person. I don't even know who she is, but it's with her. <laughs> and, Stansberry. Uh, and, uh, dude, they're, they're... Just looking at pictures crying. <laughs> Not today. Can't handle it today, no, man. No, he cannot today. Can't handle he it. Cannot today. Cannot handle it today. And so, and so there's that, and there's also the, you know, this stuff helps with our job. It does. It oh, helps. Yeah. And my oh, yeah. boss is constantly oh, yeah. on me to do more of this, not less. And so I, I don't know what to do there. You're in. You're in a, an exceptional case where, like, damn right, genu- I'm exceptional. Well, Mommy, hear that? I'm exceptional. Y- damn it. You genuinely do have an audience outside of Instagram, where most people are going on to Instagram, Facebook, social media, things like that, to to gain that audience, where you already have it. And I don't want to say to deny the audience would be a, a crime against humanity, but like you do, you there is responsibility Keep there. It. Things about me. <laughs> there is there is a responsibility there to make ourselves accessible, and uh, I know it's a tough spot to be in. I'll tell you what, I'm going back on social media when they get both my computers to work. Is that, is yeah, that, that's is that when it happens. That's how, that's how we'll do that. So is it that is Valentine's it Day, yeah, right? And so now you're going to deal with all this. Here's our wacky idea to make you come spend money with us on Valentine's Day, right? That's what every business is going to do. And Burger King, no exception. Now, okay. I will tell you, the availability not the best. You got to go to Israel. Okay, so let's you know put a pin in that. Probably not going to be able to make it. But today, after six p.m., is it Israeli? Uh, fine, Israeli time. Sure. I don't know when that is. <laughs> I don't know what clock they're on. If you can get an adult-only, like Burger King, like meal, it comes in its own little box. There, it's an adult meal. It says eighteen plus on the package. Whoa. It's like all black, the package, but like neon, okay. like pink neon. What what comes in it? Like a Whopper? Well, <laughs> like, what, do you, what do you get? Yeah, like, it's like a Whopper meal, okay. but you can get beer or wine. Well, and as all happy type meals are prone to have, are known to have there, the Burger King meal will come with a sex toy. Jeez. Now, I said Israel only. Okay. Right? So this isn't like, you know, you go to Belden and get this done. That's not what's going to happen. If you go ask them for the Burger King dildo, they're going <laughs> to, I'm telling you right now, they're going to throw you out. Uh, Stansberry said, like, the dildo. I, oh, my I God. Get. Dude, I, that better happen. I, that, dude, somebody, that better happen. I, somebody I, walks into Burger King. Stansberry said I can get dildos here. Yeah. Dildo sandwich, please. Thank you. Oh, that would be fantastic. Now, I know that sounds crazy. I know what some of you are thinking. And I know what ladies are thinking right now. Women, I know what you're thinking. I'm smart. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, who would ever use 
a Burger King sex toy. Right? That's what you're thinking. Right. You know what I mean? That's the last thing you need is the chicken fry vibrator. But, like, are we going to... This is probably creepy because... Are we going to pretend that that wasn't the first foray into the masturbatory ways for some young women in America was Happy Meal toys and stuff like that? Let's not pretend that that... Right? So all they're trying to do is capitalize on your childhood. That's all they're doing. It's a little... little throwback. I don't know. I think you've moved to the adult menu by that point those in are, your life, right? Are, you know what I mean? This right. is this is I love the 90s. <laughs> Burger King sex toy style. That's all it is. I could see that being a thing. Um. Well, hey, listen, as far and what as... what about guys, by the way? What do we get? I don't know. Maybe there's there's a, there's uh, sex toys for men, you know, just like for kids. Like, just like, you know, you get the G.I. Joes or the Barbies. I, you know, I'm sure there's a. You know, a to be honest with you, there. yeah, I um, I, I just assumed it was all going to be female based there. Hell, dude, you could probably just use the Whopper. You know what I'm saying? Slap that thing together. Go to town. <laughs> um. I, would you be afraid of, not afraid, but adverse to, to using... To have sex with a fat piece of meat? No, I've done it. <laughs> to, it's to not using, the first. To using a sex toy from a fast food different spot? Like, yeah. who cares? What difference does it make? I mean... As you're driving home, let your freak flag fly, girl. Use that. Cheaply made plastic, that wouldn't worry you? Oh, what are you worried about? You, you don't think that the one you bought made in China at the, at the sex shop is any better? Come on, now. So you're going to give that toy to your kid who's going to put it in his mouth. And you go, oh, dude, it's fine, whatever, made in China, cheap plastic. But as soon as it's sex toy, now you're like, no, what's, 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 the, what's the safety level of it? You're going to give that toy to your kid. Same factory. King Kong Double Dogs and Hot Wheels. Making I, them in one place. I don't know if the sentence I have ready to go right now is FCC friendly. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But I would be, I'm not a parent. So maybe this is why, maybe this is a good reason why I'm not, because I think I would be more discerning about things that go inside the back end of me than what my kid picks Jeez. up off the ground. I think I would. All right. <laughs> Have I ruined Valentine's Day enough for you? No, but you've ruined Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, but, you know, you did it to yourself, too. Sure. by them. They did it. Burger yeah. King's not afraid to do sex stuff, either. Remember they had that footlong burger, and they weren't afraid to, like, make the footlong jokes. Oh, then. yeah, the long, uh, yeah. The, the extra long cheeseburger. Yeah. That one got me. That was a marketing yeah. tool that got me. It did. There's been, uh, dude, there's some developments with your Cleveland Cavaliers. Awesome. And I'm not sure they're great. And so we're, uh, we'll examine them as a class next on Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. You spend too much money over the holiday carrying too much credit card debt, I'm here to help you out. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to send you to CSCFCU.com. That is the website for CSE Federal Credit Union. It's the bank I use, 100% local. And they're offering you a killer deal right now on a balance transfer. You're going to take your credit card debt, move it over to a CSE Visa card. You'll get a lower APR, be able to pay it off a little faster. You're going to fix your credit, get you out of debt that much faster. That deal's good up until about April 30th. More info can be found at CSEFCU.com or by stopping by one of their very four convenient locations. You can find those online as well. CSEFCU.com. Buddy, your Cavaliers yeah. uh, are making some moves. Um, they traded Birdman, Chris Birdman. I know everybody was excited when we got Birdman, but there was an injury here, right? And so he had not... 
Is that- yeah, and let's be real about why people were excited about Chris Birdman Anderson is because the, way he looks. the dude has a bunch of tattoos and used to be a drug addict and like is a great NBA story. I mean, he really is like an interesting character. Better story or player? A, pl- a story for sure. Okay. I mean, I mean, what, what, what uh, any Cavaliers fan who was who was who, you know privy to what was going on there? I mean, honestly, all you're looking for him more was six fouls and you know right. fifteen minutes off the bench at the most. So not a not a not a not a player that was really a huge part of any plan going forward so he's been traded and yeah. uh it, it, it was him and some cash and i believe what our return is is a protected second round pick right um and 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 I, uh the next draft i believe is, is when that will uh manifest itself now uh, Am I wrong about that? No, no, no. Okay. People have a hard time wrapping their head around draft picks in the NBA, though. Where, it's a like, little different, right? It's a lot different. Where like we all look at draft picks in the NFL, and they're so important, and they're such a big deal. But a second round draft pick in the NBA, it's I mean, nothing, dude, you right? have fifteen guys on the roster. Right. Yeah, you, you've got to look at it from that perspective of like total, dude, right? Fifteen dudes on the roster, where NFL teams have sixty guys. I mean, arguably fifty four or something like that. Fifty three, like, I believe, somewhere in that general vicinity of, of, of the mid fifties. Right. So a, a lot more, a lot more, and that's why. A fourth round NFL draft pick means a lot more than a second round NBA draft. It's also pick why does. the NFL has a lot of undrafted players in it. You know what right. I mean? Because there's so many more bodies to fill. It's like if you were in the NBA, you knew you were on your way to the NBA, right? And and that also speaks to why there's that great. I don't want to say injustice when I'm talking about millionaire, you know, ball players pay disparity. But the, yeah, there's a huge gap there between what NBA guys get paid and NFL dudes get paid, and that's because well, there's 54 guys, right? There's, there's 50 right. plus of you, I, I'm not, you know, I mean, that's a huge difference. You can't pay NFL guys what you're paying NBA You're guys. all not going to get a biggest piece of a pie. You know, right. like the NBA is always going to have a bigger piece of their individual pies. So we get a second round pick, and I'm with you. I'm not sure that that's going to be a player that we'll totally recognize or, or, or will make a huge impact. Honestly, if, if if the Cavaliers were to keep that second round draft pick, that's far more likely to end up in Canton than on on an NBA. It's fair, yeah, that's you know. true. But here's the thing: is it's very unlikely that that's what will happen. I mean, that at this point, you're not looking at that. If you're the Cavaliers brass, you're not looking at that as well. What are we going to do in the future? That's what are we going to use that for to match maximize our opportunity to win today. I was going to say there this is about the roster spot, right? This is about opening up that to get the cuz you know LeBron's been saying they kind of need another playmaker. If you watch the games kind of feels like, you know, another playmaker not going to be the worst idea in the world. Yeah, I mean the Cavs have won 8 out or 8 yeah, 8 out of their last 10 games. So I know everyone for a minute there was like, "Oh my god, Cavs, they lost four in a row. It's so really bad." But it's not nearly as bad as everyone made it out to be in that moment. Dude, my boy Nick Wright is it, it, it was on TV yesterday saying, "Dude, the Cavaliers are going to win the title easily." He was like, if you look at the Warriors' record right now, it's on pace to be worse than they were last year, and technically yes. the team got better. He was like, so he's like, explain to me. He's like, if they couldn't beat the Cavs last year, how if they're not if they're not as good as they were this year as they were last year, how are they going to beat the Cavs? And I was like, eh, it's kind of making sense there. No, I don't know. There could be a little bit of them kind of you know cruising a little bit too. Course, I, you know, I mean, you can see it. It's going to be a great series. I think it'll be a great well, series. Well, fingers crossed that that's a series that happens. Well, I mean. yeah, because now am I hearing? Kevin Love's hurt now. Like I heard, torn meniscus. Is that is that has that been verified? I heard a month. I, I, I haven't heard anything okay. of, of that severity. But it was one of those like 
offshoot blogs like Cavs Nation or something is where I read that. It was, but the, uh, the rumor was torn meniscus out a month. No, I haven't. Heard okay, well, okay, that. well, that's good news because I think if that was the case with Kevin Love, that puts us in a little bit of a dangerous territory there. Well, it, it, I mean, you have to keep in perspective too. It's February. Like I know it, we're in the sports doldrums right now, and everybody wants something to like. Hey, this really has to matter right now. But dude, we're in February basketball. Like, listen, watch Cavs games. I love doing it. I'll do it. On, I do it on a regular basis as part of my weekly routine, but you haven't gotten to the point where if Kevin Love was out for a month, he's back mid-March. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. That is okay. If J.R. Smith is out for another four weeks, that's okay. Like, it's going to be all right. You have time in front of you to develop and to to, to kind of, uh, you know, finalize your plan of what you're going to do into summer basketball. And, you know, Scott from Winnie for next year, yesterday we had him on and we talked about the Cavaliers, the addition of Derek Williams, and, and you just really do have to think these dudes know that right now they're in the middle of that marathon. They're in the middle of that marathon. They're not putting forth full effort right now because a marathon runner isn't going to start sprinting on mile number 12. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're running a 25 mile race, what you're saying makes sense. But to an average fan, I know they don't care. I don't, but the NBA has to care. I don't know if they do. I I mean, honestly, for well, cause what happens then dude, if nobody's do what happened now, it hasn't been the case, though. It hasn't been the case. It hasn't been the case. And, and, and I think, see, this is what sucks, is that this business knows at the end of the day we don't have, we don't have the moxie to, to stay away from the product. And we say we will, but we won't. And, and, and you can say, oh, well, they're all soft and these millennial pussies and they're all a bunch of babies. But like, look at look at the NFL and everybody over the past 15 years, oh, it's gotten softer, it's gotten worse, it's gotten softer, uh, it's gotten well, worse. But look how much it's expanded. Yeah, look, all I we mean, care about is scoring. That's all we want to do is see you hit home runs, score touchdowns, and slam dunk the there, basketball. There's, there's no... There, yeah, it's no coincidence that the sports that are big around the world that aren't big in America are non-scoring. Look at soccer. Like, it's gaining more and more popularity in America, but it's still a little ways off, and I think the scoring's part of the issue. Look at hockey. If, if scoring was more into hockey, I think more Americans would be into it. I, there is something to that. We can pretend like, oh, well, we just want to be purists, and we want to be uh, the integrity of the sport and, and the athlete. No, we don't care. All we, I want to do is see you go out there and Fly and from the foul it. line and dunk. Right. right. Dude, hit a three-pointer. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? And, you know, I, 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 I keep hearing this about the NFL. It's like, well, you know, there's only 16 games so they matter more the athlete doesn't care the athlete doesn't care what that game means I'm telling you right now if NFL contracts were 100% guaranteed the way an NBA contract is you think these NFL quarterbacks go out there and play all 16 games never happen never happen if it was looked at in the NFL as like well your money's guaranteed and we need to make sure you're healthy and this and that it's just it's always been the mentality of you get out there and play if you gear because they're trying to make their money. If you guaranteed an NFL contract the way you did NBA, you'd see guys for about seven games a season. Well, and how frequently do you see dudes that are already number one in their division take Rest, weeks 15, right. 16 off? I it mean, happens. Yes, it certainly happens. How many dudes, when you go up by 28 points, how many dudes are like, all right, Tom Brady, he's sitting out for the rest of the game. Of course those things happen, dude. Of course they do. You know, I understand that the general public audience might not care. I don't know if the athlete necessarily cares. I don't know if LeBron necessarily cares. Where like you can, you know, you can you can he certainly does have a lot of expectation on him. There's no question about it. But you can see it in him that he knows what he wants. He knows what his goals are and I'm not he's not going to be distracted by by well you're not winning basketball games in February. 
I don't care about basketball games in February. That's not my goal. I know, and and it's not. And I don't. And I'm not even saying it's his job to care about it. But I believe that there's an underlying NBA problem on the brew. Is it a problem right now? I don't know. But I feel like it's a balloon that's filling with air and filling with air faster than David Silver would like it to. That was just. That's just my opinion. I could be way wrong. I'm being told via Twitter that Golden State seems to be built more for the playoffs this year. I completely 100% disagree with you. I think Golden State got taller, skinnier, and more outside shooting, which they already had. Playoff basketball is going to be bodies on bodies, moving dudes around physically, and they got taller, leaner, and more outside shooting. They did not get any any heavier inside and be able to handle the boards with LeBron and company. I feel like the playoffs and the style of basketball that comes in the playoffs and the finals benefits the Cavaliers roster way more than it does Golden State. doesn't guarantee a title, but I believe it benefits our body style and the way we would like to play the game better than it does Golden State. That's just my opinion. Did you see this, by the way? Charge has got some work to do. Apparently, the Golden State Warriors, their D-League team, set, an, oh. set a record for attendance. So Canton, that this one's on us. Well, yeah, geez, this one's Louise. on us. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to step my performance up. Man. I, re- I read that this morning. I can't have that. I um, don't want to live in a world where that's true. Canton, it, this is on us. We we gotta we gotta reclaim this. I uh, Canton charge. I know we've got tickets to that game as well on the 24th. We do ten days from today. And uh, you know what? Uh, let's fill the building. Let's just give them out right now. You want to do it right let's, now? Let's give them out there right we now. We have a, we have a pair of uh, uh, Canton charge tickets. Let's, uh, let's pass those out. Caller twenty eight hundred two four three seven six two five. Again, that number one eight hundred seven six two. Wait two four three seven. Six two five. We'll give you those tickets, and it. I thought we were all going to be safer now. I thought. I no. I thought security was the thing. We just wanted to be safe, right? I'll fill you in next. Hang on. One zero six nine. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock one zero six nine. We're online at wrqk.com. Dude, I gotta tell you, dude. Twitter's funny. Yeah. So earlier we were talking about. Our our friend Josh, who is a cybersecurity expert, and he he he's in Tri C commercials because that's where he went. And people are now pissed at me because I'm not mentioning Stark State has an awesome cybersecurity program. Oh. You know how about mention Stark State? Oh. Mention you know where where yeah. you're at? Because God knows we never rep camp. God knows, <laughs> right? Never once. You know, good point. Never once good have we rep camp. Never. Kind of been on that pretty hard Come since on, we went there, both of us. Come on, dude. I mean, dude, I, I, it's not, we weren't even talking about like the credentials of the program. No. We were just talking about where my buddy, our friend, because it's a mutual friend of ours, where he went to school. That was it. And is in commercials. If you watch like the news, like you're going to see those Tri C commercials, and there's Josh Gadka. So you that's why I, we made the goddamn I joke. Dude, I don't know why I, I don't know why I warrant craziness with responses. I don't know why I do it. That's honestly, I, I, I gotta do a better job. At it. You guys don't rep Canton enough. Shut up. Honestly, get dude, if anybody here. ever says that to me, get I honestly, they here. might they might get hit. Get out of like, here. Like, I'm not a violent person, but that might make me violent, because I've gone out of my way to do that. Hall of Fame City, come on Because I now. really do love it here. I'm gonna run for mayor one day. <laughs> come on. Alright, so I thought we were gonna be safer now, right? I thought that was the whole thing. And then, look, I want to, people get mad when, when you discuss the president and everything, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, people do. So I want you guys to understand something. I'm not here to bash on Donald Trump. That's not what I'm here to do, okay? But stuff happens, and we got to talk about it. Otherwise, there are there are a section of people who feel like I'm abandoning my post, my boss being one of them. And, like, you, you have to kind of talk about what's going on. But right. I know people kind of, like, right. half listen to the radio. And so people think we're inherently, like, anti-Donald Trump. Now, 
Phantom probably is. Okay. Well, I, but here's the thing I'll say about that is that there's certainly been things over the past month. At you like Mattis. You right, like that pick. Right. There's been plenty of things where I've been like, well, you know, hey, I can make room for why this is a good idea or why this would make sense. I mean, dude, if it comes to spending a trillion dollars on infrastructure like he plans to, love it. Do it, bro. Yeah, that would be awesome. Do it, bro. And I remember, and you got to remember, I was the guy all election season long telling you, I don't know if he's going to win or not, but if he does, it's not going to be as bad as you think it is. Like, it, it'll, it'll probably, we'll probably all live. All right? So, like, that's how I want to set this whole thing up. All right, so just... Know that this isn't me. Like I can't wait. Like I, this isn't me getting off on blasting Donald Trump. That's not what's happening. It almost sounds like we're uh, we're 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 setting ourselves up to make sure we don't <gasps> offend anybody. <gasps> oh my gosh! I gotta admit, I hate when he does it. But Phantom's been kind of right about this. I mean, dude, the conservatives have been awfully snowflakey lately. You've been awfully fragile lately. Now I'm not gonna call you out. I'm not gonna make fun of you. I'm not even gonna call you names. I will. <laughs> Phantom probably will. But I thought Trump secu- stuff's getting taken away. I, 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 I thought we were going to be safe. I thought that was the whole thing, is that he's the safe guy. Yeah. And that the security's the thing. Yeah. You realize, dude, he was talking about the, the uh, North Korea missile test and like openly in a restaurant, in a public restaurant. With the it, Prime Minister of Japan. Yeah. At a dining table. No, I'm sure this has happened in years past. I'm sure this was commonplace when Kennedy was president. But the problem is, dude, everybody's a broadcast center now. You can't do things the way you were able to do them back in the day. You can't. And I don't know if you necessarily should be. I mean, like, at the end of the day, one thing's right and one thing's wrong. And making sure that, you know, uh, security when it comes to North Korea... And let's not act like North Korea did that uh, by mistake. Like, Trump and the Prime Minister of Japan are having lunch together. North Korea decides, hey, we're going to start sending missiles into the Sea of Japan. That wasn't by accident. Like, that was a a, 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 a thought-out move. And to discuss that in the middle of a diner while people are sitting there with their cell phones taking pictures of you and going over documents. Dude, they had aides holding their cell phones. Phone, like, the, the flashlight on the cell phone. on on Right, on classified documents. Guys, no. We just talked about it yesterday. Guys, you can't bitch about private email servers and then point cell phone cameras at... Right, at documents like that. You can't do that. That's a problem. That's a security issue. As easily as a cell phone camera is hacked, that's a problem. And so, see, this is my issue. I don't care that he's president. Fine, be president. I don't care. But you can't be the guy... Who's beating everybody over the head about how Hillary is is an unsecure person and how she's a danger, and then you show absolutely no concern for data breaches or any of this stuff in the way you operate. That, to me, is hypocritical. It is hypocritical. I'm not bashing the guy. I'm just saying... Like, you can't be that guy, right? This is, what did I, I always equate it to you raising your kids because that's something you can actually relate to. This is exactly like, and I've made this analogy before, this is like telling your kids at the dinner table, don't do drugs while you're rolling a joint for them. That's, you, you, you can't do that. You can't be the mixed signal guy. Your whole thing is that you were going to keep us safe. And now, like, the stories are, this is what's coming out? This isn't, this isn't, that does not lend itself to, to keeping yourself safe. Now, missile tests are routine, but Fantone's right. It's no accident that while they were having the conversation that this is the test that they decided to do. There's no, these tests happen all the time, okay? They're commonplace. But there is no happy accident of it happening right as this conversation was happening. There's no happy accident. 
So I just I don't understand. Like I thought this was the this was the security president. And because now here's the other thing. Did you hear about this? That apparently guests at Mar-a-Lago were taking like photos with the football with the nuclear like code football briefcase. Now again, I'm willing to bet in previous administrations there are Polaroids of dudes holding that and th- that thought it was awesome, but that Polaroid never made it to the world. Like we have the internet now, you can't do this kind of stuff. And whether you could get away with it or not, you shouldn't be doing. You shouldn't this have been in the, right. Stuff. It wasn't right when they did it before. National Security Advisor quit last night over Russian over over allegations of, of Russian you know tampering. Like, dude, it just at this point, it's it, it's hard it's hard to be like, well, I'm gonna keep giving him a shot. I'm gonna keep giving him a chance. I'm gonna keep just saying USA USA because like, dude, now I have evidence. And they were like, oh, well, he's not even president yet. You gotta give him a shot. All right, I was that guy. All I right. said that. All right. Well, in, in that time, I mean, we've already had major political scandal. I mean, like we've are, we've already had major issues when it comes to national security. We've already had major issues when it comes to like the, the civil rights of humans. I, you can't point a cell phone camera at documents like that. You can't. I don't care if it's happened before. I don't want it happening just because. Just because you, a mistake has been made doesn't mean you want to make it again. I try not to make the same mistake in here today that I made yesterday. I know occasionally, but I, but that's part of my plan to get better at what I do, and that should be part of his plan to be a better leader. And again, I'm not knocking him. Notice I'm not using words like stupid, idiot. I'm not doing any of that. Because I know, dude, some of you guys love this guy. And I want us to be able to get to a place where we can disagree and not foam at the mouth at one another and still enjoy one another. I would like for us to be able to not agree on everything and you still to be able to walk away from the program going, well, I'll give Stansbury this. He's fair. That's all I try to do. I just try to be fair. Where there are jokes to be made about him, I will. I don't think this, for me, isn't really a joking issue. This, for me, is a little bit more serious than that. Where it's like, bro, you got to tighten your game up. Now, is anything going to happen over these two issues? No, but it is indicative of decision-making, and that is questionable. I can only ba- You can only base future developments on past behavior. I mean, to say, well, is anything going to happen out of this? I hope not. I mean, that's, I hope not. That's what I mean to say. Right. I hope not. I mean, it is. That, that's a, I'm, I'm, I'm giving a lot of hope in that. You're right. But I just... I, I, you can't be the we need to be safer dude and then do things that are inherently unsafe. I mean, just imagine if this was Obama. I oh, God. Imagine. No, because Obama, here's the thing. I'll give Obama this. As a guy who was critical on him, I will give Obama this. The self-awareness in Barack Obama, honestly, is an under-talked about, that's not talked about enough of that guy's character. Obama knew who he was and knew, I can't get away with stuff like that. People are going to kill me for that. He knew to be more buttoned up in that regard. I know you're going to start tweeting me examples of where that isn't true. Sure, the guy was a leader for eight years. You're going to be able to find a few. I got it. Let's go back eight years of your history or mine. I got to tell you, eight years, dude, you go back the last eight years of my life, it's riddled with stuff I'm not proud of, most notably the DUI. So, yeah, people make mistakes. But, again, not that I would vote for Barack Obama again, but I feel like that's a guy who recognizes he makes mistakes. I feel like Trump would double down on this. I have the greatest cell phone. I think that's what he would say. I have the best cell phone flashlight. 
the very best cell phone flashlights. You don't know. I have it. I feel like that's what he would say. And that, to me, is a little concerning. Again, not name-calling. Not going to do any of that. Not trying to piss you off. Not trying to agitate you solely for the sake of agitating you over your love for Trump. That's not what's happening. But we got to examine it. And Fantone's right. If this were Hillary Clinton, if Hillary would have won, given the, given the email security issue, and this was the meetings, this is what was happening at her meetings, you, we would all be screaming, see, see, this is that's what we would all be saying. And so what's fair is fair. And whether you agree with me or not, I just want you to be able to walk away saying that. that, that at least, well, he's fair. He'll call out both sides when, when both sides are being idiots. That's all. Well, at least we know that Trump has put a high priority on this, and 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 the only thing he thinks more important than this is making sure his daughter's clothes stay in Nordstrom. So it's all good. Stands very right. priorities are taken care of. Quickly here, let's do this. All right. So Nordstrom's threw out Ivanka's line. They, so, yeah, so did Sears and another retailer. They say it was lack of sales. Now, the Trump administration seems to think it's political, but I I don't think those both those things can exist at the same time. It could be a political move by people to stop buying the clothes. It, those things don't have to they don't have to be separated. They can be together. Scott Bayo is now like going to He's never going to shop at Nordstrom's again. He posted, <laughs> he posted like his wife's credit card bill, and it was like thirty thousand dollars this last year at Nordstrom's, which is a lot of money. So we looked up how much money Scott Bayo has. Celebrity net worth. It's obviously not one hundred percent accurate, but celebrity net worth has Scott Bayo listed at three and a half million dollars. I know people with more money than Scott Bayo. That's crazy. Why, dude? If if I was worth three million dollars and my wife spent thirty thousand dollars at a clothing store this last year, I'm telling you right now, there will be hell to pay. Three and a half million dollars isn't enough money to spend thirty thousand dollars at Nordstrom's. It isn't. Nah, it's not, bro. You're gonna burn through that money fast at three and a half million dollars. I'm telling you right now, I dude, my there would be hell to pay when I got home. About that, boycott Nordstrom's. Okay. I don't know if they yanked him over a political thing or not. I think probably partially. But I think if there was a decline in sales of her line, that was part of the politics thing, too. Notice, I don't think there was a decline in sales of her line until her dad started running for president. Well, and isn't the whole the whole argument, well, the market will dictate. Market will if, dictate. If, if, if Nordstrom's was making money, they'd keep selling it. <laughs> if Sears was making money, they'd keep selling it. If Kmart was making money, they'd keep selling it. But all three of those brands punted yesterday on it. So There you go. Made in China, by the way, Ivanka, Klump, or Ivanka Trump's clothing. Well, you know, they're, they're a problem, China is. Yeah. We got to yeah. get our hands around Bring that. Bring those shops back here. We got to, you know. They don't make clothes in America anymore. We don't do that. The make us safer guy. Unsecured cell phones. People taking selfies with the nuclear briefcase. Missile test meetings in the public. I mean, dude, I got to tell you. I mean, it's just you can't be the safety net and then be that guy too. It's crazy. So a store, Fantone hates Britain, hates the other side of the pond. But a store over there is doing something that America needs to stand up, take notice, and start doing. I've had enough of you people in this, and we're going to put a stop to it next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. I just have come down in the last like half hour with like a pretty severe headache, like blinding bad. Apologize, I uh, took some aspirin. Hopefully, be able to get this thing turned around. Fingers crossed. Coming up nine o'clock, we have New Tour Tuesday. 
New Katy Perry, new Runaway June, new Chicken Foot. That brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park there. And then at 8 o'clock, I'll just make a, uh, some of you are aware right now. 8 o'clock, Fantone's going to go off for his love on the WWE because there's a huge story coming out of the WWE. And I'm actually very excited about it. I don't care about this league at all. I don't care about I don't watch wrestling. I don't do any of this stuff. But some of the storylines in it can be interesting. And uh, there was an announcement made yesterday inside the WWE universe. And uh, I'm well, I'm going to the expert at eight o'clock to get me filled in. Good. I'm excited. I knew you would be online for you right now at WRQK.com are the five worst moments in the Batman movie history. Now, I haven't watched this particular video yet. So I just tweeted it out at Stansbury Show. It's also up at our Facebook pages. You can see it there as well. It's also online at WRQK.com. But I will say that I just watched the Michael Keaton Batman movies not that long ago, and they did not hold up well over time. And uh, that's not their fault. A lot of stuff in the 90s doesn't. It's just, you know, some, there's certain eras where things don't translate well. And uh, the 90s definitely had, uh, you can tell when something was made in the 90s for sure. And they did not hold up well over time, in my opinion. So I'm interested to see what the five were. What do you think? What was the worst moment in Batman uh, movie history? People are going to point to the nipples on the uh, on the George Clooney suit. And I and think that's, that that's not necessarily unfair. That's going to be the, hey, here's the... And there's going to be a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger jokes in there, too, because he was really hacky in those. Oh, it was Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, he was really hacky. Everything was an ice pun. He was like, I'm going to put you on ice. Batman, and, but that uh, was the comic. I well, mean, that is the way that I mean, that's the way Mr. Freeze was. And like, I, I mean, I, I'm the one who posted that video up, and it's probably like, oh my god. But like, honestly, I appreciate all the Batman movies for what they are. Even the George Clooney, even the Val Kilmer, I like those for what they were. Like to me, those felt like comic books come to life. Those first two Batman movies were the dark, gritty, like uh, Frank Miller style of Batman. But that next wave of them was like the bright, colorful, bam, the, Batman, the, the Joel. Schumacher. Right. So yeah. uh, the thing is, especially with a character as iconic as Batman, and and you, you know, obviously as we've gone further down the, the 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 rabbit hole of super movies with Christopher Nolan's versions now, right? And, like and then the that. Ben Afflecks and all these is like people people have this idea of what I forgot about that yeah. of what they want their Batman to be or they want their their character to be, and it's like, dude, there's going to be different tellings of this story. There's going to be different chapters of this. If you just love the 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 the, the uh, Michael Keaton Batman movies. Then don't watch the new ones. If those are the ones that are only those are the only ones that are going to matter to you, then those are the only ones that are going to matter to you. But to like be like, oh, you can't do you can't do the Joker again because Heath Ledger did it so good. It's like God, get over yourself, man. I mean, yeah. these, are, these are characters of stories here. Like those stories are going to continue to be told. I mean, the first Michael Keaton movie came out. I think I was in seventh grade when that movie came out. So I loved it, of course, because right. it was like that's what it was geared right at me. It was right. that's exactly who they were trying to get. So I loved it. But like we're going back and watching it now. But I remember even then, it, dude, Michael Keaton was a very controversial pick for Batman. People were head scratching that pick. I mean, he was huge in that era, but like people were head scratching him, and I thought he was all right as Bruce Wayne. I think even I think even if you go back far enough into like those Adam West days, there's just so many different layers to that character to 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 put him in one role, to put him in one like, well, this is what it's supposed to be. That just feels very. No, the comics have been drawn right, differently a million different in ways. a million different ways. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, yeah, you're right on some of that. So the five worst uh, infractions in Batman movie history online for you at wrqk.com.
Speaking of, I don't know if you've seen it on HBO. They've got a bunch of those animated ones under the Red Hood. Watch that over the weekend. I haven't seen that one yet. Fantastic. The Killing Joke was really good. Yeah, dude, just as good under the Red Hood. Check it out. Really? Yep. Okay, I will watch that. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Batman fan. Fantona obviously is as well. You're not a fan, however, of England. Nah, London. really. America's oldest, uh, America's oldest enemy, right? You there. hate them. But I'm going to tell you, we, uh, we need to adopt a policy that's happening over there. All right, lack of orthodontists, terrible food. So apparently their weather is turning a little sooner than ours. And it's starting to get a little humid there already, which seems weird. February, this is when they're bitching about it. But they've posted a sign at a gas station. A gas station has. Okay. A business owner posted this. But this is is kind of, but but I'm with this one. That happens across the pond too. Yeah, everywhere. All right. I thought that was an American exclusive. All right. What what does this British, British business owner say? The gas station put a sign. That says, due to humid weather, we're no longer accepting boob, jock, or sock money. Questionable moist notes and coins will also be declined. We apologize for any inconvenience, but actually, it's quite gross. Thank you. Yes. All. Let me millennial it for you. All of the yes. All of it. Every bit of the yes. We need to do this. Now, this is one of those things that I kind of deal with more than I think some people do because I'm a bartender. Right. But there's nothing grosser than that. Like when somebody reaches, like when a woman reaches into her bra after being at a concert for half the night. Right. And it's just soaking wet and she just hands you this money and <sighs> people never even think about it. It's like you just gave me your drink. And I've seen guys reach into their underwear for money. I've seen people reach into their socks for money. And you know what the rule is in America? Well, the customer's always right. Well, no, the cus- I mean, the customer's always right. I mean, always. Which is, of course, idiotic. The customer most times is a dick. <laughs> like, so the customer's not always right. This is gross. Stop is. doing this to people. No question. It is gross. It's disgusting. You're right. Especially at, like a concert. I mean, some chick's been standing there watching Theory of a Dead Man for the past two hours, just waiting for bad girlfriend. She finally comes right. over. And uh, yeah, that's, it's gross. It is. And, and now you yank your bra to the side, and I see the rest of like the wolf tattoo that you thought was a good idea geez. at 19 on your breasts. Jeez, the wolf tattoo. Calling it out. Calling out specifics. Stansberry. He's been there before. I'm telling you right now, if there's an animal on your boot, as a tattoo, I've just I'm your boy is out. <laughs> I am out. Um, I, I I completely understand it's gross. It is. I mean, especially in your underwear. Jesus Lord, dude, socks gross enough. But I have seen underwear pool money so many times. I just don't know. I just don't know. I mean, money is for all debts, you know, private and public. And I don't know if you, as a business owner, have the right to a product isn't a debt money. You know what I mean? I don't have, I mean, I have the right to refuse service, right? Now, as an employee, I probably don't. Right. But as a, but as a business owner, like, so like I'm saying, when I'm behind the bar, I can't do that. I want to do it to you. And, but, but I won't. I want to say no, but I can't. It's not my business. It's at the end of the day, it's it's not up to me. I'm just some idiot that gets paid to pour you drinks. You know what I mean? What are they going to do when they fill up their car for twenty bucks or whatever, and then they go in to go pay it, and it's like, well, I already gas is already in my tank. I already right, get the meal. I, I, I have a very. I, I, I take your point. I have a very easy workaround for that one because I don't believe most gas stations will let you pump gas until you've paid prior or using a credit card. So that I know that's an easy dismissal of your good point. Um, but I, I, I think this. It just. 
you can't make a rule on this. You're right, because the money is kind of used to buy things. This is one of those things that you as a person just got to realize that you're being a dirtbag and don't do it. Now, of course, the moisture of it is a part of like the, uh, but like, even if it's not moist, even if you don't see them pull it out of their bra, dude, money is gross. You know what I mean? So if you feel like, like, oh, well, at least it's not moist. It's got to be clean. That's that's erroneous. That's just wrong. So I, 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 I agree. It's gross. It's disgusting. I just don't know if there's anything people can do about it. I, uh, well, yes, you can. You can be a better human being. It starts with you. Michael even <laughs> said, dude, a pedophile even knew it started with the man in the mirror. A pedophile gets it, and you don't. Think about Let that sink in, boob money passer. Yeah, I'm creating terms, creating <laughs> names to call you. Snowflakes, I'm sick of snowflake. I'm creating new names to call people. All right. They say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, like father, like son. And we have a perfect example next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We made you aware of this yesterday, but Maslin PD still searching for a missing girl. This is Casey Stevens, 16, about five foot six. She stands. Um, she's known to have brown hair, but has dyed it in the past like all young girls do. Um, but we do have some information. It's up for you at WRQK.com. It's also just been tweeted out by me as well. At Stansbury shows how you find that. Uh, but let's help Maslin PD uh, try to bring Casey back to her family. I'm sure they're, honestly, I, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even imagine having to deal with that. So that information can be found at WRQK.com. This has always been a, a saying in life. That the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Right. Like father, like son. And I've always really liked that because my dad was a minister, good-hearted right. dude, did right by the, you know his, his fellow man. And I felt like if, I, well, dude, if that's going to be the case, if I'm going to be like that, then I love this theory. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on who your dad is. But um, you know, some people, that's a blessing. Some people, that's a curse. I mean, I would imagine. I've only met your, your father now twice. But I would imagine that you would like to be more like him than less. Oh, of course. You of know course, what I mean? Of course, yeah. And, you know, yes, you're right. It all depends on who you're raised by. But I have... Uh, I, ha- I do have a story here about going the other way on this, and that's that Jeff Sandusky, the son of former Penn State assistant football coach Jerry Sandusky, was arrested Monday and charged with sexually assaulting two minors. <sighs> Pennsylvania State Police detained Sandusky on 14 felony counts involving two girls, including solicitation of statutory sexual assault, solicitation of involuntary deviate sexual intercourse, six counts of unlawful contact with a minor, and two counts each of solicitation to photograph or depict sexual acts, sexual abuse of children, and corruption of minors. 41-year-old Sandusky being held on $200,000 bail and is prohibited from any contact with minors. So, I don't want to draw my own conclusions here, but I will ask you your opinion. Fantone, are you of the opinion that this is a hereditary situation um, yeah. or was Jerry Sandusky known to molest boys and maybe have had there have been a situation with his own son and then flipped his son into a predator himself. I don't know if hereditary is the right way to call it because if you have a biological kid and you're not in that picture, does that kid necessarily have those same desires that Jerry Sandusky does? This I don't is think nature so. versus nurture. I think this is learned behavior. And I mean, you know, obviously this doesn't excuse anything. And I saw that yesterday in a lot of uh, social media comments where people were looking for, like, well, his dad's such a monster. That's why he turned into one. And whether that is or is not true, it doesn't matter. Y- you became 
became the monster. And you, whatever happened to you, listen, as tragic as it might have been. As a grown man, you know what's wrong and what's right. It has to be a line. There has to be a line of responsibility there. And, and when it comes to something like this, like it's it's clearly on the perpetrator. It's clearly, there is no, because I mean, how far back are we going to go? Well, was Jerry Sandusky's dad banging him too? Like what else can well, we, how far, how far down that rabbit hole can we go? I say yes. I believe that that's what happened here. Now that's now I have nothing to prove that it's just my feeling. And I, I mean, I certainly think that once somebody and it's like any other form of abuse, dude. I mean, if your dad punched you a lot when you were a kid, you're, you're going to punch somebody. Probably up, you're probably going to end up punching your kid, maybe, or go the complete opposite way. That happens too, maybe, but more likely, maybe you see the error in it. But that's the behavior that you learned. That's what your parents taught you. This is how life works. This is how normal behavior is. This is what we do and what you will do as a family. So, like, I can also tell you from experience. That you can be assaulted sexually as a child and not be a predator. I can tell you that from experience. That's been my history, that I was assaulted as a child and that I'm not a, a sexual predator. But I will say that that is probably to my parents' credit because they recognized what had happened and got me into, I was seeing a therapist three days a week by the time I was in fifth grade. Now we didn't tell anybody because back when I was growing up, right. if you saw a therapist, you were just a crazy person who there were thoughts in your head. And you know what I mean? Like there was a real stigma on mental well-being when I was growing up. Still is to this day. Of course. But let, you know what I mean? But it's now become posh to go see a therapist and all that, which is, I think is ultimately good. I, but you know, in my day, it wasn't. So like, but th- my point being is, is that I got the help I needed. Not everybody gets the help they need. Right. I should probably still get, go get more. But I, uh, but uh, my parents recognized the problem. And were like, okay, we can't let this thing go off the rails. Like we got to make sure, you know, we get them as healthy as we can. And that probably didn't happen with Jeffrey Sandusky is my point. You know, I, I know Jerry Sandusky like adopted kids. I don't know if this is hereditary child. Or oh, oh yeah. Is, I, don't, I didn't know that. If this is one of the kids he adopted. But I mean, obviously if you're going to victimize other people's children, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that you victimized yours. And no, you know, I, I think that's a pretty easy thing. I, I, I guess the point of it just it doesn't matter how this came to be. I, I don't I don't know if you ever watched it, but I told you a couple weeks ago about this documentary on Netflix. It's called Pervert Park. And no, I haven't seen this yet. Honestly, if you got nothing else going on this afternoon, essentially what it is, it's like the worst of the worst sex offenders in Florida. Um, oh they can't well, they can't live anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. So there's just this nobody one, wants them in their neighborhood. There's just this one trailer park that kind of takes them in and kind of like works to rehabilitate and does all these things. And and, and and you, you, you as you watch this documentary, you kind of find yourself um, having sympathy for people. And then they tell you, like, hey, and here's what I did. And you're like, oh, my God, you were raping children. How could I have ever had sympathy for you? But you find out what these what 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 came how these people came to be the way that they are. I mean, it was it was it was very much you felt conflicted of like. I, I feel bad for you that your that your father did this to you or that your grandfather did this to you, but you continued that cycle. You, you know what's wrong, it. right? You were a victim of this, and I, now I can't, I can't I can't blame you as the victim because you didn't know how to how to not heal at forty one, not at forty one. If you're coming into your sexuality and there's inappropriate touching of another person and you just don't know the severity of your actions, it's still wrong. I still want you examined. I want you looked at. But it's not necessarily in my mind criminal yet. I, when, when you reach adulthood and you know what's outside the bounds and you're still giving in to what I believe is, in fact, compulsion, it, but it's still wrong, then you have to be prosecuted by the, by, by the full extent of the law.
I don't I don't know what the answer to this is, but like somewhere along the line when it comes to this issue, we just have to stop being so like reactive about it. We need to start looking at this of like how can we prevent this from happening? Because what happens now is kids get touched in the basement and they get pictures taken of them and lives get ruined and then it's like, "Okay, well now we found the pervert. We're going to toss him in there." We have to get into a position where we are we are are interjecting ourselves before the kids get victimized, before that kid gets touched. Yeah, that's a tough and thing. It's tough to say, like, hey, we have to be more proactive about pedophiles, but I don't want kids getting touched. At the end of the day, it's not about my bloodlust. It's not about me stringing perverts up in, in town square to show them that, hey, we don't accept this behavior. It's about making sure that kids don't get touched. And I, oh, I don't know how, as a society, we kind of cross that bridge of, like, well, what do, what do we do here? You know, you, you hear people say all the time, you know, it's the worst thing you can do to somebody. And it really is. Oh, of course. I I mean, it really is. I mean, I, I, you know, we talk about my dating problems all the time. If you don't think that they're a direct result of what happened to me as a kid, you're out of your mind. And and, and you just have to look at that from the perspective of, you know, you throw a you throw a, a rock into the pond and those waves are big, dude. That is a huge rock that you throw into somebody's life. You're dating professionally, how you view your family, just everything. How every, you deal with conflict. Every relationship you don't you trust have. people. I mean, Fantone will tell you, we've been in now together three years as a program. He'll tell you, it was a while before I was willing to be like, like, okay, dude, like, I trust you. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, it was a while. I'm, I, dude, look at my life. Very, some of my best friends in the world have never been to where I live. That's not by, that's not, that's not a mistake. I'm a very guarded person because of that. It, it, this is something that does stick with you forever. So I like your I like your thought process of let's get proactive. I just don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it either. Um, I, I just want to, since you know this opportunity presented itself, I just want to remember when Penn State, when that story initially happened and those kids rioted and, and, and oh, you got him, Joe Pa, he's up, blah, blah, blah. I actually blah. remember my tweet from I, that night. I, I, and I said, I was like, college kids in the 60s, rioted and protested over real cause. Look at what they're doing. This is self-entitlement. Look how far we've slipped. And it's 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 really more than anything a a a shining a light on the fact of how, how our priorities. The, I mean like the you, fact that the guy shining a light on the priorities, their football programs already back. Already back. Right. Already and back. Fact, and the fact that this guy was a good football coach is why this got covered up. And that honestly Aren't they putting the statue back up? I mean just disgusts me. Like that honestly and obviously we live in Stark County. The, you know high school football is no is, is the most important thing in the world here but it just it, it bothers me to look at the lack of priorities where 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 the, the the integrity of a football program was more important than protecting kids that's yeah, a little bit true it's a little bit true there all right against my better judgment there is a huge wwe story that yes. came out yesterday can't wait so against my better judgment Fantone goes off the top rope. Put your John Cena shorts on. <laughs> he goes off the top rope. Next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's New Tour Tuesday. New Katy Perry, New Runaway June, New Chicken Foot. All part of that. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino, Northfield Park there. Fantone found this country song. I haven't heard it yet. Which is rare. That's weird that you heard a country song before I heard. Dude, you got to tune into Kicking It With Kicks, man. That's, that's your problem, Stansbury. Kicking it. Kicking it. And if we're going to kick anything, you know what we're going to do. Is it dust? dust You know we're kicking that dust off. Is it dust? It's a Runaway June part of that as well. And then Chicken Foot, Divine Termination is their new song. Um, That sounds politically motivated. Yeah. Kind of sounds like this is why the... Super group would come back together, so we'll see about that. Is the uh, is the is the is the, is the Red Rocker a liberal? I didn't. I don't know what his political leanings are. To me, it always seemed like, well, dude, you're a rich white dude that had a coke problem 80s. in the eighties, so you're probably a Republican. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know where the Red Rocker lands on that. 
I don't know. What's this tequila Cabo Wabo? Yeah. Isn't that it? It's not bad either. No, no. Cabo Wabo is good as far as like tequila goes. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have Sammy Hagar tickets to pass out during New Tour Tuesday as well. Nice. So we'll do that during the Chicken Foot song. Speaking of the hard rock. We, uh, yeah, exactly. We uh, we do like to play local artists on New Tour Tuesday. We did not have a submission this week. You can what? send those. Stansbury at WRQK.com. And a listen, fan bio. Artists who are out there and can't listening right now. Oh, we do have Fantone. You never play local music. Man, well, let's we'll play Aerosmith again. Local music. Local music. Local music. Send, your, send your ish in. Yeah. Come on. Honestly, do you ask some of the local bands that have been played? It's helped them. Mm-hmm. For sure it has. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that at 9 o'clock. Now, however, I'm going to suspend my better judgment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You want me to hit the music? Yeah, I'll hit and, the music. Uh, uh, Fantone is uh, going to be all excited about this. Now, I am very excited about this too. Like I, I and this is why we're going to talk about it because I believe this is a guy who deserves examination, not solely what he did for inside the ring of the WWE, just on pure freakish size and lifestyle choices alone. Andre the Giant is finally getting his own documentary and I believe Bill Simmons is going to do this. Yeah, it's not a uh it's not a WWE production. This is uh Bill Simmons famous from Grantland and being uh, arguably, fired from ESPN. Arguably one of the best sports reporters on the face of the planet I love right Bill. now. I think he's great. I really do. I love Bill. And I know he's had a thing for WWE for his entire life and I didn't know he was so uh infatuated with Andre, but he uh he he's making the documentary. So this is coming to where Bill works now, HBO, and I think that that, again, lends itself to being very good. Now, the 30 for 30s on ESPN are great, okay? Those are always really good. But I believe HBO believes in doing quality work, and I believe that this will come out pretty good. They announced uh, that they commissioned a film on the legendary professional wrestler, Andre the Giant. It'll be co-produced by HBO Sports, the WWE, and Bill Simmons Media Group. Uh, It's the first partnership between HBO and the WWE on any project. Okay, so the documentary also represents the first HBO project for Simmons since his show, Any Given Wednesday, was canceled in November. And I just think that they didn't give that show enough time. I think that there there was something there, and you just needed a little bit more push, maybe. I prefer when it comes to Bill Simmons. I prefer to read him versus watch him. Is that, that right? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like he's the best watch or listen. I feel like he's a good writer, and I always feel like that's kind of the problem is they try to put him in a role where he's not. I kind of feel that way about Jason Whitlock. Like Whitlock filled in for Coward yesterday, and he's just not a radio dude. He just doesn't have. He's not a radio guy. He's good on SFY. He's great to read. But yes, I, I see what you're saying there. I, I didn't find. Bill to be all that hard to watch, but I, I but I do take your point. HBO said that the Emmy Award winning director and producer Jason Hare will direct. The documentary will include interviews with WWE athletes, sports and entertainment executives, other athletes, media, family, friends, and you know everybody else around. This is a great idea. Andre the Giant was legitimately a giant in all senses of the words. He was mammoth in size, but the myth around him. And again, we didn't have the internet. You didn't have all access into everybody's lives, so all you saw out of these celebrities was what they wanted, what the product was. You didn't see anything else. And so Andre had a lot of mystique built into him on pure size, and I remember when I was growing up, it was the whole thing. Can Hulk slam Andre? Will he be, three. Will be, 
Will he be able? To, that's when they was like the first time they came into the entrance, like in the little mini rings going down the aisle and all that, right? Correct. That was a uh, that was a mini Silverdome. Uh, Pontiac Silverdome set in in a, a WWE and an attendance record at that point. I think it was ninety three thousand plus at WrestleMania. Important 3. to point out, WrestleMania last year sent an attendance record as well. Yeah, so they're 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 one upping themselves at this point. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, Andre the Giant size wise, but I mean, he really was one of those dudes. If he didn't want to lose to Hogan, and wrestling was a different beast back then. It's it's obviously was scripted, obviously was fake, but there was a little bit of like, well, if Andre decided. Like, no, I'm not going to let Hogan beat me. He very easily could have just been like, no, I'm not going to let you beat me. So I uh, I know that broke the 15-year undefeated streak of Andre the Giant to lose to Hogan. And I, I I guess, I mean, hats off to Vince McMahon for looking at a dude who stands like seven foot four, 500 pounds, can drink 156 beers and say, no, bro, you're going to lose. You're gonna lose. Like I, I, you know, I just feel like that would have been like Andre. Would have been like hell no, <laughs> like, what are you gonna? Andre Rene Rusimov, born 1946 in France, obviously became a huge headline star for the WWE. And yes, you reported, and you were right. Seven foot four stood. 505 pound giant. I remember, yes, I remember uh, back in the day there was the story going around. I don't know if this is true or not. Again, back in the 80s, you know, stories just got around. But the, he had to buy two airline seats every time he flew. Yeah, you can see pictures of him. And, and the, 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 he like lifts the bar and he sits right. on, on both seats. And like the show of. Like the picture of him holding a beer can in his hand. I mean, it looks like he's holding like a little Tykes toy in his hand. It, it, dude, he drank, and this is according to multiple sources, multiple people, 156 beers at a bar. 156 cans of beer. That's insane. He would have to drink two liters of vodka just to get it like a buzz. You know that first warm buzz you get once you start yeah. boozing? It's usually my second shot where I'm like, all right, I feel a little warmer. A little warm coming over the cheeks. Dude, he would drink two liters of vodka to get him like warmed up. That's crazy. That's, dude, insane. I... I I'll always remember him in the WWE cartoon, the Saturday morning cartoon. Oh, yeah. oh. I'll always remember him in that. And uh, I will tell you that Hulk slamming Andre is one of those moments in life. Like, I remember. Like, WrestleMania 3, of course. Like, I remember that, and I remember going, oh, my God. And it's like, you know, that should be the meme. If you remember this, your childhood was great, even though your dad probably drank too much and beat you. Yeah, But whatever. you remember WrestleMania 3, so you're <laughs> it was fine. Great. So, so, you know, your life was good. I will say I am a little bit surprised that, Why? that the WWE didn't just take this beast on themselves. I understand Bill Simmons, big WWE fan, um, but to get into bed with HBO on one hand, it feels like a smart move to me, and I'm like, okay. I think but, it's brilliant. But but the thing is, is that Vince is very much, I will do it myself. He's very much like, Vince McMahon's very, I, I'll create it. I'll do it. I'll make it. And and to make the documentary, I mean. Very Trump-like. The, the WWE Network has a ton of these documentaries. Every, or every, every you know, every but I dude. But think, I think maybe that's why he's all right going to HBO with this one, because of the star it is. And I think if you're Vince McMahon, I take your point, he is very, I'll do it on my own. Look at the XFL. That was him wanting to do right, things on his own. Right. So I think what he might be saying here, though, with Andre Let's get a bigger audience. Let's let's make sure people do know that this is a thing. Like I'm not gonna. I would maybe not go to the you know WWE Network to watch this, 
But if it was on Netflix or HBO, I am going to watch it. So I think maybe that's why. Speaking of uh, wrestling documentaries on HBO, have you ever watched the Iron Sheik one? Yes. Really good. Love him. Really good. Love him. My brother was a huge Sheik fan growing up. So yeah, that was definitely good. The Jake the Snake Roberts documentary. I don't know if that's still on Netflix or not, but that was really good. (laughs) Really, what it boils down to is after you've had a bunch of head trauma and turn it to a a, a crippled alcoholic, your documentary is going to be really interesting. (laughs) Like, oh my God, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah, that is totally true. I uh, I believe this will be really good. I think Bill Simmons does good work. HBO does good work, and 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 the subject matter is absolutely interesting. I mean, when your life is that different, just out of pure spectacle because of the size of you or the freakish nature of you, I, I think that that probably lend itself to very interesting life stories. Of all of the Andre tall tales that you hear, and I've heard you could put a hard-boiled egg through one of his rings, the 156 beers, Jeez, all these different... A hard-boiled egg through one of his rings? Through one of his rings, like, yeah, I mean, you could, like, fit a hard-boiled egg through there. And you hear all these, like, incredible stories about, like... I've never uh, heard that how one. Biggie is, the seats, and all these different things. The one thing that I have never heard about is Andre's dong. You would have figured at some point the rumor would have been spreading around. Oh my God, it is a wine bottle. It's a foot and a half. Well, we'll long. know, right? We can go back and look at film. I mean, uh, he's yeah. in that. Wasn't he famous for wearing that blue one strap uh, over the shoulder uh, right, leotard? Right, but I mean, when you have when you you know. I mean, when you're when you're when your thigh is three feet long, there. I mean, of course your penis is gonna. I just. I mean, you know who you remind me of right now? Who's that? You remind me of Brody and Mallrats when he's asking Stanley about, about the thing's penis. It's like, guy, dude, just read the comic. I, what uh, do you gotta know about the sex story? Just, just based on the on the on the incredible tales of Andre's size, I just find it a little little uh, little, little curious that I've never heard about his penis before. Ah, uh, yeah, you know what? Patricia tweets this in, and I bet a lot of women will uh, will relate Andre the giant to the princess bride oh yeah yeah, opened up yeah opened up a huge line of fandom uh outside of the wrestling world for andre looking forward to that hbo does great work and i'm a huge bill simmons fan and uh and i believe andre the giant deserves examination can we talk about john cena now Bro, I gave you, I mean, dude, 17 minutes on the WWE. I mean, what more do you want out of me? Fine, give me the scene update. What's he doing? Oh, I'm just concerned about him. SmackDown's tonight. I haven't watched Raw yet from last night, but SmackDown's tonight. He lost the belt in the Elimination Chamber. Bray Wyatt, the Eater of the Worlds, the new WWE Champion. What's AJ Styles going to have to say about all this? Who knows? <laughs> uh, dude, you said who cares wrong. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's really strange. It's really strange. All right, more and more details about the Hall of Fame Village here in Canton, Ohio. Keep coming out. We got a few more of them on our hands. We'll pass them out to you next. Hang on. Conspiracy Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online at WRQK.com. I'm being informed via the listeners that Jerry Sandusky's son was adopted, and I'm sorry, I had not known that. Um, I had suggested that maybe the, uh, this problem might be hereditary. If you don't know, Jerry Sandusky's son was uh, arrested for, um, well, sex with minors. <laughs> Essentially what his dad was uh, was guilty of, and I had not known that he was adopted. I apologize for that. I still don't think it's a far leap to think that maybe Jerry helped turn his, son, his adopted son into what he eventually became. I don't think that's... I don't think it's crazy to draw that, you know, that line of thinking there. Still to come at 9 o'clock is New Tour Tuesday, brought to you by Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park. There it's new Katy Perry, new Runaway June, new Chicken Foot, all part of that. 
And reading now from the CantonRep.com, buddy, I have yeah. uh, I have some uh, some information on the Johnson Controls Hall of Fame Village. Nice. Want to make sure I give Johnson Controls uh, their due as they have spent yes. a ton of money to get their name put on that, and will continue to do so. They uh, they honestly have renovated major parts of of a ton of different cities, including Columbus. And I know a lot of people look at Columbus as kind of the city in Ohio. Oh yeah, I mean, if more cities could be like that, uh, right. that'd be great. Yeah, right. I would so agree. these people definitely have a um a one hell of a resume when it comes to to renovating. You know, uh, down on their luck towns. From now on, uh, you need city approval for all your plans here. Um, they filed uh, some documents with the city, and they were obtained by the Canton Repository through a, a public records request. They show that McKinley High School will, in fact, remain within the boundaries of the village, along with nine major components planned for the project overall. This paperwork indicates most of the estimated $600 million, 107-acre village is scheduled for a 2019 opening. Okay. Now their plan must receive approval from two city boards before new construction can start. I believe one of those meetings is taking place this afternoon. Any major future changes to the development, such as expanded boundaries or the addition of a new element that would increase traffic, will be required to have a public hearing first. And by the way, if you feel concerned about these issues, whether you're pro or anti or whatever the case is, is if you want to be a part of this decision making process, you have to show up at these public hearings. You have to show up at these meetings. You're not going to bitch about it on Facebook and, 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 and all of a sudden the city's going to be like, okay, well, good point. Thank you for, uh, thank right. you, thank you for bitching on Facebook about that. No, you have to be a part of the process. So the master developer industrial realty group in partnership with the Pro Football of Fame, has shared with the city their kind of the plan. Now, I have a friend pretty deep inside the IRG re, uh, Realty Group. I kind of have a little inside information on this, um, a little more than what's actually listed here, but all this I have already heard about. It shows that we will have a Don Scott National Youth Sports Complex with eight fields. McKinley High School staying put. Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium obviously going to be there. A center for performance with indoor and outdoor fields, which is a fantastic idea given the weather in Ohio can be a little finicky. The Pro Football Hall of Fame will obviously be there. The Hall of Fame Hotel going to be there. A mixed-use area. Hall of Fame experience, which is great. I think that anything you can do to bring more traffic and more even just residents visiting that is a good idea. The projected timelines are this. The existing Pro Football Hall of Fame Museum, McKinley High School, and uh, will be, I believe those are 2017 completions, like all that little area right. right there. The 2018 completion is the third phase of the stadium, about another 2,000 seats, 1930 to be exact. And then the 2019 completion will be the NFL Hotel. They're looking at 250 rooms and about 1,000 parking spaces. You're getting a meeting and convention space that could include a ballroom and theater. That's up to 20,000 square feet. That will be, dear God. Hotel, restaurant, and retail, 65,000 square feet. Street restaurant and retail is going to be another 65,000 square feet for those, you know, to, to accommodate those businesses. Residential condominiums, up to 60 units. Senior assisted living, up to 100 units and uh, up to 105 parking spaces. I've heard that part of that will be earmarked for former NFL players to come and reside here in Canton, Ohio. I've heard that. I don't know if that will remain to be the thing. That's one of those things I've kind of heard in passing. You're going to get a center for excellence, Fantone. 134,000 square feet 
and about 400 parking spots for that, and an arena for indoor and outdoor sports up to 5,500 5, seats. Again, I believe this is all good because I think you're going to start to see more and more entertainment at those type of things. Right. More and more concerts will be in Canton at these venues. Um, the NFL, they're not going to want these buildings to sit. They're going to, uh, we're going to start, you're going to get more and more convention. That was part of this whole thing, right? Is they wanted to dive into the Vegas convention. Like business, like we'll we'll oh, start yeah. doing it here, and then we'll do we'll give you you know NFL Hall of Famers as keynote speakers. You just come and have your convention here. That's all good for Canton, Ohio. I love all of this. You know, I I know there's going to be people who are skeptical, and well, uh, I mean, people are being asked to sell their homes. That's going to be an emotional thing. Well, a healthy dose of skepticism is a part of this equation. I mean, you do have to you do have to make sure that the moves that Canton is making are the correct moves. You want to make sure that uh, you know, obviously, there's some financial responsibility when it comes to the spending and how this is all going to affect you know not only uh, people who come visit but people who are here on a daily basis, taxpayers of Canton, Ohio. I know. Big concern. You know, a million different things, but I, I, I really do. I, I, I think that as we sit here in 2017 and kind of look forward, there is a great sense of urgency right now for Canton to make moves. And if, 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 if keeping things the way that they are and just bitching about like, well, dude, it sucks here. It's always going to suck here. No, well, that's well, that's what is going to happen. It right. is always going to suck here, and it is always going to be the same thing that it's always been. I, you know, whether it's the the Market Square renovations or everything going on at the Hall of Fame, there's a lot of question mark, and I understand. Understand why people feel, you know, skeptical of things. But you have to act now. Now is the time. There is no, there is no kicking this down the down the down the street for a little while. And hey, maybe we'll do this. If 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 the NFL is going to open the Disney World of football in our city, we have to respond in kind. We have to respond with 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 making sure that not only you know is 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 the is the, is the Hall of Fame able to thrive, but all the business that comes along with that, like you said. Conventions and visitors and, and hotel stays. We have to make sure that we're ready to receive all of that, and and now's the time well, to start we, acting. We need a performance venue. We, we do. I mean, we kind of saw that with the Aerosmith concert. I remember saying after that it was awesome, but you could tell that that building was not set for the type of crowds and the type of like concessions that happen at these kind of events anymore. That's just what happens. It just was built at a time where it needed to be right. reworked, right. and I think. Like, I mean, dude, you're gonna see. You're like, I went to that show the other night, right? And uh, Lee Bryce and Justin Moore. Right. That could have easily been at, at the Hall of Fame in this new village type thing. And I think that that's what they want. I think they they want to do that. And I and when you build new, it will be set for today's world, and there'll be the proper concession oh, areas yeah. and the proper like. Well, here's where you sell the T-shirts, and here's where the bathrooms are, and it'll flow properly, and it'll be thought for today's world. Even the gripes against the Hall of Fame in the past of you know you felt like it was antiquated. You have to evolve. They have to. I mean, Adapt they, have or die. To, they have to remain relevant to a younger audience because that's what they're going to have to face in the future. So they certainly they're, they're making the moves. We just have to make sure that Canton follows suit right now. I for me and again, I'm not being asked to sell my home for this. I'm not being asked to relocate. So I understand there's an emotional connection to some of that, and 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 I'll grant you that. Okay, but for me, I there's one of two things that could happen here, to my estimation. And that is, we either give the NFL everything they want, or they say, okay, well, we'll put it in New York. Okay, we'll put it in Los Angeles. Okay, we'll put it in Chicago. Or, I got to tell you, we'll put it in Green Bay. 
I mean, that's, I mean, there's, there's like, there's that. It's like, do you give them what they want or they're going to yank it the hell out of here. And that's way worse. And I always say this whenever we talk Hall of Fame. If you go, are, if you will, yes, of go course, go to the Hall of Dude, when, when people tell me that they are born and raised here, never been there, I, honestly, I'm miffed by that. If you, if you, yes, if you have a can as a can't night, have not been there in the past, even year, I would say go. Um, honestly, it changes it, enough. It, yeah. I mean, well, and the hologram thing now alone is worth the price that of admission. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, uh, but if you, live in Canton right now and you are looking for a job or you're looking for a career yeah, you do talk about this a lot. go get a job at the Hall of Fame. There's so much opportunity Growth. there right now. Right. Who that knows, ceiling's going to be high. Who knows where you're going to be five years from now? Who knows what, what potential, you know, it could could lie there. I mean, oh, don't have a job. No jobs. No job. Well, dude, here's your opportunity. Go get a, go get a job. You know, I may do that. I might too. We might need to. <laughs> that's, that's what Stansberry and Fantone are doing after the show. It turns out it's going to have to be three jobs. <laughs> Jim, Jim Chris, we need your help. Apparently, apparently that's the way to the land of milk and honey. It is Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is. And I have a deal that, uh, well, I think a lot of you are going to want to cash in on for Valentine's Day, and I'll pass that along to you next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you have not been out to High Voltage Carding in Medina yet, you should do that. They're just minutes off the square. You can find them in the old uh, Foundry building or online at HighVoltageCarding.com. That's HighVoltageCarding with a K.com. Reachable by phone to 330-333-9000. Now, today's an important day out at High Voltage Indoor Carding as it is league day. They have leaks. Now, they've kind of adopted the fantasy football model out at High Voltage Indoor Carding, meaning you can sign up for... The all-year league, or you can kind of dive in, dive out whenever you want, a la carte league there, and you can do so Tuesday nights out at High Voltage Indoor Karting. They, can be, again, can be found at HighVoltageKarting.com or by calling 330-333-9000. In Medina, just off the square, High Voltage Karting is, if you're unaware, it's high-performance indoor electric go-karting, and the speeds, I mean, dude, it's ungodly fast. <laughs> Fantone and I did it. Uh, we had the Sandsbury Show Cup out there. Team Fantone won that. We're going to do it again next year, and I shall exact my revenge. Get more information, highvoltagecarding.com. Should make you aware of this, too, Monday through Thursday. Open to close out at High Voltage. Ask for the Sandsbury Show special. We're going to save you around 17 bucks out there. Hit them up, 330-333-9000. That's how you reach High Voltage Indoor Carding. Okay, it is Valentine's Day. Yeah, it is. And a lot of uh, specials and offers are being made to you uh, right. to, to earn your business day. We talked about uh, Burger King in Israel doing the adult um, oh, yeah. uh, like Whopper meal where you get like the Whopper, some fries, and a sex toy there. Maybe Jeez. some beer in your bag. That's... Uh, that is uh, that's solely an Israel thing. Really, if you're creative, you can make any extra value meal a sex toy, right? I mean, if you're creative with it, I feel like you could, you know, every value meal could be an adult one. You're just not trying hard <laughs> enough. Yeah, you're right. You're you're absolutely right there. You're absolutely right. But there is a, I believe there is a uh, a special offer being uh, you know given out today that a lot of you are going to want to take part in. But I obviously would tell you not because it breaks Stansberry Show rule number one. Which is, you do not masturbate on a holiday. Oh, this is a... Because uh, it's very lonely. Holiday masturbation. Maybe and Valentine's Day the most lonely of all. It screams loneliness if you masturbate today. Except, I think it does. I mean, if you do it on Christmas, don't get me wrong. Jesus, bad. Jesus is probably not too happy with you. But Santa not wild about it. Valentine's Day, I mean, that's the day when you're supposed to have somebody else do that for you. But apparently, Pornhub is offering their premium service... For free today. 
from 9 a.m. today, I believe till midnight, you'll get free access to Pornhub Premium. You do not need to use your credit card. No conditions are attached. And you'll see ad-free, higher-quality streams with premium content. Now, I obviously remember us announcing that Pornhub was going to be offering a premium service. And I would be lying to say that Pornhub isn't one of the sites that I'll use while looking at pornography. I have never once tried to click on a video and wasn't able to watch it because it was a premium-only video. I would imagine more and more of that's going to be happening. Uh, and some of that content they don't put on the free end of it. You have to be in that in that premium, like already logged in in your premium account to even access that. Is that right? I did not know that. But I've never like because that would be the thing. Because I look, eventually they're going to make us pay for the porn. That's going to happen. Eh. You don't think? No. The only way that I really see that being a big issue, um, we'll see what happens with net neutrality. That's the thing that'll change my opinion on that. But as of right now, as the world stands, we're not going back to paying for porn. We're not. Not willingly. But what do you think Pornhub's going to do? Like, eventually, they're going to be like, bro, we can't just give this away. I mean, they've made a pretty good business plan out of it so far. And what Are they profitable? Do? I don't know. What will people do is they'll go to X Videos. They'll go to X Hamster. They'll go somewhere else. Yeah, but those are web rings often owned all by the same company. So if they do it at one of their sites, they're going to do it free, with all of them. Free porn will prosper. People aren't going to pay for it. There's always going to be, well, just like movies, there's going to be like, there's going to be the black market where some guy's like got a ton of it and he's going to try to put it out. I agree with you. But I think more and more, well, really what they'll do is they'll go the way, the way the rest of the web went, which is you'll have to watch a 25 second commercial before your video clicks on. And I don't, that's not enough to make me pay for porn. I'll say that. You and, lock me completely out of it unless I pay, I, you probably get my money. And as, as you go further down this, uh, you know, rabbit hole of pornography, um, what I think will happen, and the only thing that will make people start to pay is if you start to do more specialized things. Instead of just watching like a video, it's going to be more specific to what your, a lot you, of what the, your tastes a are. A lot of the starlets do that now. It's like they'll do customized videos now, and you can log on when they're like streaming live and ask them to do things. You know what's other? What's really big in porn these days? I like I follow a lot of these porn hoes on uh, on online on, on Twitter and the like, and it's really big into like them passing out a phone number. They're like. Want to trade pics? As if some porn star wants a picture of me. Like, who's falling for that? Dudes are desperate. To- that's pathetic. Ow. You're pathetic. I mean, if you're honestly at that point, that's a little pathetic. Hot and horny singles are ready to talk to you. Just call this number yeah, right now. But I figured now. that was it's just 16 year old kids. It's been going on forever, dude. It's been going on forever. Guys, guys How love that. Sad. Dude, I mean, it's all it is is the strip club. I mean, guys love that feeling of like, oh my God, a beautiful woman, woman is, is finding me desirable. Yeah, you I can mean, pull a stripper out of the club, though. Evangeline is not going to come over to my house because I sent her a D-pick. Nor is she going to look at the D-pick. Nor is she actually the one no, on the other end of trading the not, picks. No. She's not even probably. She probably no. doesn't even have that phone. Doesn't even know that phone number. Um, Pornhub Premium. I mean, it's free. You gonna go for it? No, no, no. no. Not today. They Can't do it. Say. I think because again, I no, I dude, I stand up for what I believe in, and I feel like man of integrity. I am in, indeed. And I feel like, honestly, dude, if you ma- dude, if you spend all day on like internet porn sites on Valentine's Day, 
Yeah, I worry about where your life's going. Well, it doesn't have to turn into like a an hour long or a, t- a ten hour long marathon of of masturbating. What if you just like go and you masturbate and you're done with it and you move on with your day? Is I that think okay? it's I think it's sad. I think it's sad. It's like okay, like we post pictures of like online, like at our website. One of the posts today is this week in butts. Like I would peruse that. But if I didn't work here, I would never post that on my Twitter. I just want web hits. Like, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to just, like, retweet hot pictures of chicks. Like, I mean, that's, it's just, it's weird. There's, it's a little weird. And porn, yeah, dude, I can't pay, like, honestly, I feel bad because you're ripping people off of their art. You totally are. But there's something that makes me feel icky about having a porn membership. Like, I can't do that. I, I would feel, I would feel a little gross about it. Now, I will say this. I mean, it's not like my system's flawless. I mean, I, I put it in an extra long session yesterday. I like to, like, you know, as George famously said on Seinfeld, I sexual cameled it. I, like, I drank all the water I needed yesterday. I can make it through two days of the desert now. And it will feel like a crossing of the finish line when I open my eyes tomorrow morning. Like a glue factory explosion. Dude, it will not. I like how you pull Costanza in there. You know? Costanza's important. I learned a lot of life lessons from Costanza. You push kids out of the way, it's all right to eat donuts out of the trash. You're you're fine. That's how it works. New Turd Tuesday starts next on Rock 106.9. New Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show on Rock 106.9. Starting New Turd Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Rock Casino, Northfield Park there. If you're new to the program, here's how it works. We take a couple of songs, we listen to them, and then vote whether or not we like them. Pretty much going all the way back to the first radio bit ever, Smash Your Trash. We normally add a local component in this. We do not have a local submission for today. That's all right, because next week, I've already been hit up by a guy named Corey, who was like, I'd like to be featured next week, and he's going to be sending me his stuff later this afternoon. So next week, we shall not have this issue. Is Corey a white rapper? I have a feeling like he might be a white rapper. Well, let's see here. His name's Corey. Um, Does he call himself C Money? Hey, <laughs> C hey, Money here, Sansbury. C Murder. Uh, in his uh, in his profile photo, yeah, he's wearing a uh, well, he's wearing a slash top hat, suit, purple shirt, Jesus, and a tie with records on it. So okay, so looks, so I, this might be weird. Al looks like everybody <laughs> else walking around downtown Canton. All right, Corey, <laughs> one of you guys. All right. Yeah, we got, million, right. we got a million. We got a million Corys. We oh, we do. Monocle. But uh, yes, Monocle I think yep. is going to be part of this. Mm-hmm. I uh, so he'll send his stuff in a little later today, and uh, we will get a listen to that next week. However, this week you are getting new Ka- uh, new Katy Perry, new Runaway June, and new Chicken Foot. We'll start this week with Katy Perry. This is Chained to the Rhythm, which I believe this is the song she did at the Grammys the other night. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Her performance kind of got overshadowed by everything else, but like, that was good enough. That was all right. Yeah, I didn't. I, mean, I didn't love it or hate it. You know, it was it was Katy Perry, yeah, which I, I like Katy Perry. Now, can I? What's what's the last Katy Perry hit? Like smash? Because she's had a couple of flops in a row. I'm trying to think of what like the last one that comes to my head. 
It was the one with the sharks, right? Left shark that she did at the it's Super Bowl. Super Bowl show, but I don't even know if that was necessarily like a hit song of that day. I mean, uh, what was her last big song? I want to say Dark Horse, and that was a while ago. Yeah, Dark Horse was what, three years ago? Well, but I think that was the last like album of hers was that uh, was that album. So, yeah. I Is mean, Roar, Roar after Dark Horse? The same album. Same album? Same album there. So Okay, so Roar Dark Horse could be it. Three years ago is about when she was So it's last. been a little while, because there had been a couple of stiffs in between. I remember, because uh, we've we've done her on New Turn Tuesday a couple of times, and those songs never came to anything. I don't know if there's a better looking woman in music right now, though. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Just got a killer body. Really pretty. Great eyes on Katy Perry. She's amazing, man. But this just kind of feels like a lot of a lot of songs nowadays uh, try to take like the island sound. Yeah, it's, it's very popular the calypso in pop music, which, and I'm not a fan of it. No, I'm not either. I don't I mean, like islandy sounding things. Yeah. She had one of the Marleys on this, right? I think it's featuring someone. I don't know who it is. I don't know if trying to adopt a traditionally black sound and singing a song about being chained to stuff is necessarily appropriate. Feels a little bit like. Eh, okay, yeah, can we stop yeah. right here? Because because you, you you bring up something and this happens all the time with race. Did you see this now that Adele's under fire for looking at Beyonce and saying after she says to her how you make me feel, then she says how you make my black friends feel, and now people are like, oh, see, look at Adele being racist. It's like no, I think maybe what she's saying to you is first she said how you make me feel, so it's uh, like there's that, and then I think what she was trying to say is you make my some of my black friends feel empowered because of how talented you are and now of course in 2017 that's a controversial thing to say and no it isn't you bunch of crybabies man this song needs to get better in a hurry though katie it's got two minutes left of this so oh well we got time for it to happen And I like her, man. I like Dark Horse. I think with all of her songs, there's a growth factor. Like, this doesn't sound great to me right now, but I can see in the future. Ah, uh, see, I disagree. I think to do when you heard, or at least for me, when I heard Firework the first time, smash. You knew that was a smash record. Now, there are different versions of songs and different versions of hits, and th- this obviously isn't that. But I, but when, uh, yeah, when Katie makes a smash, you can kind of hear it right away, for me at least. I gotta admit, Firework was a record I loved. So good. Teenage Dream was good. Yeah, I like her, man.
Oh boy. Here we go. Straight from the islands. So many times before the greed of all the people they stumble and fumble and we are about to ride. They woke up, they woke up, the lions. Dear God, Katy Perry. I think it's going off the rails a little. I guess she threw shade at Britney Spears on the red carpet the other day. Somebody asked her like how she's been doing. She's like, well, I didn't shave my head yet. I mean, it's like, dude, let that war go. You're, like, you're getting the better of the Britney Spears war right now, right? Uh, is that really? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like, hey, it's a stupid joke. And is that really throwing shade? Oh, well, I think normally you'd be right. But there's been a history I don't know. of beef between those two. Like, Katy Perry has an issue with Britney Spears. Remember, has. remember when beef was rappers and it was like, oh, maybe they'll actually shoot each other? What yeah, but, the, but then everybody got mad about that. We're not allowed to do that anymore. Katy Perry and Britney Spears beef. Come on. Come on. Dude, celebrity boxing? That'd be kind of cool Come to watch on. those two beat each other up. Give me the vote on the Katy Perry. Uh, I'm going to go with It's a turn. Not a very good song there, Katy Perry. Uh, I, I, I usually think, you know, I'm a pop music fan. I, I can certainly like pop music songs, but uh, the island sound is played out at this point. Yeah. And to try to try to capitalize on that, it just fe- it felt like crappy. Yeah, to keep that stuff to shaggy and that's it. Outside of that, I think it all just sounds like uh, like horrific noise. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm a huge Katy Perry fan. That song sucked. That was a turd. It's a turd. Pantone picked the country song this week. That makes me nervous. I'm not wild about it. I haven't heard it yet. Runaway June makes her premiere on the Sansbury Show next. Hang on. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show and Rock 1069. Online for you, WRQK.com. In the middle of New Turd Tuesday. Already pledged you the new Katy Perry. Both hated that song. Pantone said to me yesterday, I have the country song. I was like, what? You of all people? I said, yeah, I have the country song. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust you here. I won't listen to it. I uh, want my eyes opened in real time on the program. And apparently you were driving, what, down to Fairless with the girlfriend? Yeah, then heading down to Falcon Country, putting a dipper in one time, getting the thing stuck. And, uh, of course, we, we, we had to listen to country music. That was, uh, that was her request? That was her request. That's kind of one of the rules is that when we're driving down to her mom's house, it has to be country music. So we, uh, we put big dippers in. We got just big old, big old child, put it in there right now. And, uh, and yeah, and I heard, I heard, uh, Runaway June for the first time. Okay, I don't know this, this woman. I believe it's a female group is what I, I just actually kind of Googled it. I'm like, I don't know anything about this chick either. And it's like three, Relatively hot chicks. I mean, surprise, Welcome surprise. to country, yeah, music. country music. I was going to say, right. Maren Morris, really cute. Cassidy right. Pope, really right. cute. That's just kind of how they do. Miranda Lambert, really cute. It's just kind of how they do. And, uh, okay, well, I don't know this group. I don't I don't know anything about them. Okay. So the, but the song's called Lipstick. Do Correct. I have that right? Correct. Ready? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming you picked this because of how bad it was, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't like stuff normally. If you're gonna love somebody, yeah, you better love somebody who ruins your lipstick, not your mascara. You got a brand new beat up, broken heart, black tears. Okay, this is about, you know, who kisses you best versus who makes you cry. Typical female sentiment. can take his place. Well, I've been there, we've all been there, and I know how bad it feels. 
There of like, all right, well, what rhymes with mascara? What are we going to use here? Uh, Sahara, Sahara, that's what we're going to use. Figure that one out. Well, it does rhyme. Well, I'll I, mean, give them I, that. I mean, yes, I agree that it rhymes. I'm just saying, it's. I feel like it's a bit of a stretch there. You know, two chains rhymes about salad dressing, dude. Yeah, you won't mind a little reapplying time and time again. And you'll forget you ever felt like this when he falls right out of the blue. Oh, yeah, I swear he's out there somewhere looking for you, too. If you don't love somebody. What an untruth when it comes to relationships that, oh, well, the, you're, you're perfect. Somebody's just out there waiting for you. No, they're not. They're out there banging people just like you, making the same mistakes, having unprotected, Oof. probably going to give you herpes when you finally meet them. And uh, yeah, I, they're just sitting out there waiting. For well, you. yeah. First of all, the biggest lie told to anybody in the world ever is that there's one person for you. The math of that is flat out laughable. Do you realize if that math were true, that there were one person perfect for you, that there's a very good chance that person grew up in Salt Lake City and you'll never meet them? Right. There's 7 billion people on the planet. There's literally 5,010 people for you. There isn't one. Like, that's the biggest lie ever. Nobody's looking for you. It's not happening. Okay, so I already see what's happening here. This is the same thing that happened with Miranda Lambert. They brought her out in a group called the Pistol Annies, and they weren't sure yet. Is Miranda really a star? Well, let's put her in the Pistol Annies, and we'll see how she stacks up next to these other two country girls that we think could be stars. Sure enough, Miranda, the biggest of the three, goes out. You've never heard of the other two. And that's kind of, I think that's that's what's happening here. The girl really singing this song versus the other two, I believe you'll probably end up seeing be a pretty big star. Yeah, she obviously can sing. Yeah, she's nice got chance. a voice on her. I'll give her that. A lot of the female country singers really do. Miranda's got a decent voice. That chick from Sugarland was amazing. Mascara is the worst, too. Chicks, you look so terrible. Don't let any guy tell you, like, oh, no, it looks, no, dude, you look awful. You've been crying or whatever reason your eyes have been watering. I'm just looking down at you like, oh. Once mascara runs in porn, I'm out. Like that's my like that's the water's edge of rough pornography for me. If mascara runs too far, you're treating her too poorly. I'm out. Okay. 
do you apply the same rules in your sexual life? You can't. I mean, uh, they don't have to cry, right? I guess not. I guess. I just feel like that's an inevitable thing sometimes. Eyes, eyes get watering. Maybe in real life, but in porn, it's definitely like we're just going to mistreat this chick from the neck up. Poor Velocity Vaughn. And- <laughs> well, there's Runaway June there. Song's lipstick on New Tuesday. Brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino Fantone. I feel like I know what the vote is, but give it to me officially. Not a turd. Um, obviously that's not my cup of tea. I'm not gonna like, dude, I'm gonna go home and bump the Runaway June record. But wow. number one, that girl can really sing. There's Left no question field. about that. Um, and well, dude, I'm never gonna be the person who's like, no, this is, I just hate something so much. I'll never give it a fair shot. That's not me. And uh, or this program. Uh, number number two. Um, uh, that's a hit record, man. I mean, I, I, if, if there's one thing I kind of pride myself on, it's like, well, I know what a hit is, and that's that's a hit record for sure. Wow, I really thought we were gonna argue because I agree. That's a huge old big old smash hit record. That's a number one record for that format. I believe. It might not end up being that way, but I, that's a pretty big hit. Not a turd. Not a turd! Uh, quickly, let me remind you that if you're carrying credit card debt, I can help you with this. We're going to send you to CSEFCU.com. Now, that is the website for the CSE Federal Credit Union, which I'm a member of. They're offering you a CSE Visa card. We're going to take your debt, put it on a CSE Visa card. You're going to get a lower APR. We'll pay it off faster. You'll turn your credit around faster. Your financial life gets better. This offer available to you until April the 30th. More info can be found, CSEFCU.com. New Turd Tuesday continues next on Rock 106. Turd Tuesday. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com. That's where you can see the top five Batman movie fails of all time. That's online for you. Also, the podcast of yesterday's program is up there as well. Also at WRQK.com. I don't know if we've uh, we've drawn attention to this. Um, the top 25 last names in Stark yeah. County. Yeah. Like, if, 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 I mean, you can see where your name lands on the list if it does, but like those Stark County names, Yoder, obviously on the list. Mayo, obviously on the list. So if, uh, if you feel like you have a bunch of family members, go see if your, uh, your name made the list there. My last name did not make the list. No, it did not. Did not. Not that many Stansberries down here. Most There's Stans- a, actually a ton in New Philly. That's where my dad's people are from, but. Well, get into Stark County specific here, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and all of Stansberries, uh, all, all the other. They have to hate that now, I oh, imagine. They it, would have to hate that. Right. Now. You know, anytime, oh, Stansberry, oh, are you related to that idiot on you're the radio? You are related to that sick pig? Sorry. Yeah. yeah God, sorry. we should have came up with fake names. I don't know why you and I weren't like, you know what, I'll be. <laughs> like, like, I'll be. I'll okay. Be- Okay. Dude, let me let me tell you a little radio story. Right. This is how far radio has come. Right? Now, again, I, I'm telling you a story. This isn't me using this term. The word retard is not allowed on the radio anymore. When I got into the business, they tried to make me use the name Retard Andy. That was supposed to be my name. And I told my program director at the time, yeah. I'm not going into a bar for the next 15 years of my life grabbing a microphone and using that word to name myself. Yo, what up? No. It's Retard Andy. And I was told, I was told, <laughs> your name is too long, too complicated, and nobody will ever learn how to say it or spell it, and it will never be a good radio name. And I said... I have all the talent in the world. People will learn my name. And I doubled down on myself. And, they were, dude, there was a contentious meeting 
on that. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, I'd rather not do the show than do it the way you, than do what I don't want to do. Retard Andy. That's been my history in this business is (laughs) I would rather do what I want versus doing it somebody else's way. So if you work at a pizza place and you get a pizza order from Retard Andy, you know that Stansberry just trying. Imagine that. Imagine that. You're not even allowed to say it on the radio anymore. So imagine what would have, what would have happened. That was radio management. That's why you don't listen to management. Yeah. When, dude, that's why when you have the Seinfeld product, you do it your way. That's why you do it that way. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, that's how smart some of the leadership in this He's industry. That's how smart some of the leadership Jeez. in this industry can be. Right. That's how smart they can be. We tandy. So we <laughs> <laughs> So we have the final song for New Tour Tuesday. Here we go. This is Chickenfoot, which right. is a super ish, ish group. <laughs> it's a super ish. You got uh, Sammy Hagar. Mm-hmm. Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on the skids, and right. then uh, Joe Satriani, who's the world's most annoying guitar player ever, maybe right behind Neil Zaza. Everybody and then, loves that dude, though. Uh, uh, I, uh, listen, I, I hate all those guys. Satriani, who was the other guy that was in David Lee Roth's group, and he made Steve Vai. Steve uh, Vai uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, if you're uh, Yingvig Malstein, <laughs> all of the guitar virtuosos can get on a boat and sink in an ocean. They're all terrible, but Joe Satriani is in this, and then uh, the, Michael Anthony is the bass player in Chickenfoot. Divine Termination is the name of this song. Red Rocker coming to the Roxino. He is. June 24th is when that happens. We have tickets. We'll give you those in just a few minutes. Kind of like this opening. Don't know if I'm going to love the song. A little but... funky. Yeah. Feels like they're building a good Sammy tune. I'm laying here dreaming about how it used to be between you and me. Staring out space and I'm thinking about amnesty. I gotta set you Producer did a good job, just in the sense of hiding Sammy's 60-year-old voice. Yeah, he doesn't sound <laughs> yeah. like a grandpa. <laughs> well, it's not a rock song unless you all yet. Come on. This is poorly produced, though. Yeah, outside of his voice, it does kind of sound like garbage. Very muffled. This is Chicken Foot. If you're unaware, Sammy Hagar, the front man for Chicken Foot. Is there a meaning behind that name, or were they just like, yeah, it's a super group, who cares? I, you know, I, 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 there was a story. I remember st- reporting on it when it happened, but I don't remember what the Yeah, call it damn Yankees. Yeah, call it, yeah. call it the Traveling Wilburys. Who cares? Oh, Whatever. They were so good. Stupid the name for a were. stupid band. So there's another there's another management not knowing what the hell they're talking about story right not there. One? Traveling Wilburys. Yeah. So Tom Petty. Yeah. Free Fallen. Yeah. The label didn't think it was a hit. Label said, that's not a hit. Nobody's going to like it. Get it off the album. He gave it to the Traveling Wilburys. They recorded it and then moves the album to another label, releases it, 
Huge hit. Pretty big Management hit. never knows what the hell they're talking about, ever. Not when it comes to creativity. The suits never know, ever. Damn the man. You're Save damn the right. Empire. Save the Empire. I love that movie. Hey, dude, Joe Cetriani, he's such a good guitar player. Just he's the best guitar it. player ever. Just play dude, just do it. Yeah, do that. Make the thing talk, man. Yeah, during that entire guitar solo up on stage, the Red Rocker just doing shots just of Cabo Pounding Wabo. booze on the side. <laughs> Yeah, this song is about as generic as it gets. Like Divine Termination, about my determination. Man, it's just all very simple rhyming. No masturbation on Valentine's Day. Ha-ha! Co-signed. Co-signed. Yeah! Rule number one. What do I always say? Tour the hits. Come on, Sammy, tour the hits. Uh, tour the hits. I'm sure he'll be playing the hits when he plays at the Hard oh, Rock Rock yeah, yeah. on the 24th. Beat him. Sammy's one of those guys, too. You get all the Van Halen stuff. Like, he's not one of those, like, well, I'm not going to do that for you. He's not one of those. Beat the box office on the Stansbury Show. That's right. Win it before you can buy a bunch of touch notes. 800. <laughs> you know, today's not the day that ah, we needed it. <laughs> Gonna work it out there, Red Rocker. Uh, doesn't <laughs> sound like it's gonna get worked out anytime soon. That's new Chicken Foot to uh, Divine Termination. Phantom, give me the. It's a chicken turd right there, dude. That was not good at all, man. I uh, outside of covering up the sound of his seventy-year-old voice, I do not produce t- very good. Let's like- change the name of the game. I feel like the name of the game should be changed after listening to that song. It could be Chart Topper or Chicken S. Chicken S. I like. It. Can't say it on the radio, but that would that would no. that would be cool. <laughs> that would be no. kind of funny. All right, uh, we do have Sammy well, Hagar. You got a vote? Yeah, vote. Well, we got oh yeah, uh, well, dude. I, yeah, turd. I mean, come on. It's <laughs> a turd. We, uh, we have these Sammy tickets. Just a few minutes. One eight hundred two four three seven six two five. You know what? I'll just let you know now. We're going to take caller seventeen on that. Okay. Um, but before we get out of here, do okay. want to? I, I, I do want to address a couple other things. It is a Valentine's Day. Indeed, it is. Um, uh, Porn up premium free, but you're not allowed. <laughs> Hands above the waist. We all know how this works. It's a holiday. It's a sad holiday. Don't do it. Uh, and for the rest of you, I used to be this guy. So l- let me tell you how this is playing to the rest of the world. If you're online today talking about, I saved 15% by switching to single for Valentine's Day. No, you didn't, you're douchebag. So sad. You're sad as hell. So sad. And basically, you just told the whole world your ex girlfriend went down on your best friend. She did. That's all too. you did. That's she all. never did it for you, and she did it for him. That's all that happened. Don't be a jaded dick because you know what? This applies to women, too. You know what you're sending the message out to the rest of the world? That you're still closed off and you're not ready for happiness, which is why you don't have it. What do I always say? Every problem comes back to that person standing in the mirror. It's nobody else's fault. This is on you. Everything is on you. I say 15% by switching to single. No, you're undateable and nobody loves you because you're, you're closed off. She's going to die lonely. 
Happy Valentine's Day, Cam. Nobody thinks you're clever. We all just know you're sad and going to take two layers of skin off of your penis in an hour. Terrible person. You're the worst. That's all that happens. She left you for a reason, and the next one will do the same. Ouch. Happy Valentine's Day! Love one another! Jeez. Be inclusive! Jeez. All right. Also, if you're in a relationship, we talked about this yesterday. Guys, go out of your way for your better half. Otherwise, she's going to invite me over. That's how this works. The the amount of times I hear a month, I just, Sansbury, you're cool, but I only like hanging out here when my boyfriend's being a dick. Dude, a lot is when I hear that. A lot. We said this yesterday. Go home and clean your wife's house. Just do stuff. She doesn't care about flowers. She doesn't care about candy. No. Be attentive. Right. Be a partner. Be, like, in it with her. Right. Tomorrow on My 1017. <laughs> All right. I am worried about this. I talked about this a little earlier. Okay. That uh, that uh, Instagram told me when I tried to log into my account this morning yeah. via my app, it said, hey, somebody in the Ukraine tried to enter your, your account via an Android device. I've never been in the Ukraine. Don't own an Android device. Probably Putin is what I'm going to say. It sounds like Russian interference to me. Oh, dude, I would love <laughs> yeah. to be that important. I think you're going to be a part of a, uh, oh, of a breaking national news story. Please let that happen. I would love to be that important. But here's my problem, right? So I'm trying, I tried to log back in all morning. And they're like, well, we need to verify your account. Right. Click this, and we'll send you an email with your six-digit code. Right. Haven't gotten an email in any one of my email accounts. Uh-oh. So I don't know what's happening, but I can't get back into my Instagram account. So I'm like really worried like, I, like somebody's like deep in my stuff. And I don't know why. I mean, dude, what are you going to hack my Instagram account for? Are you desperate for photos of driving ranges? Just, are you <laughs> desperate for disappointing D-pics? Is that what you're looking for? Like? You have to get into the actual <laughs> photo section of the device itself. I, there's no, my Instagram is D-pic free, as a matter of fact. But, I, but yeah, dude, I can't get back into it. They haven't sent me the email. They say they have. I don't know. And so I don't know what's happening with that. But I'm scared to death now that like all my personal information is going to be on the front page of Channel 3 tomorrow. Russian hackers. I'm telling you, dude. All right. Dude, I'm terrified of that now. Well, dude, it's so, a uh, real possibility. The girlfriend, no dinner tonight, not to, what's the uh, Valentine's Day plan? No, she's, uh, she's actually working up in Akron this week, so she won't be home till later than usual. Oh, um, good for you. I don't know. No, I don't I don't think I have any plans for Valentine's Day. Um, you going to try to find a future Mrs. Stansberry tonight? No, the ladies are desperate no, out there. there there's nothing for right. love. Dude, but a desperate bitch is the last thing I want. I don't want, dude, I don't want somebody reeking of desperation. I want a woman who's out there on her own, pushing to make things happen in her own life, chasing a career. I like girls that keep it moving. I don't like, I don't like basic bitches. I don't. I like chicks who kind of keep it moving, kind of chasing their own thing, don't need me to like make them better. They understand that they're fully done and that they just want to share that with somebody else. That's what I want. I'm not looking for a project. You go out, you find a chick tonight, that's a project. You go out and find a guy tonight, that's a project. I'm not interested in that. I don't want to work. I want you finished, in the box, ready to go. That's who you need to be. Or a bartender. with <laughs> Or that. Those are like the two things I like. Those are it. All right. No, I'm not going to. No, I think, dude, that reeks of desperation. And that's just not me. That's not who I am as a person. thought maybe there would be a sexy singles event in your area. I thought maybe you'd want to be a part of it. But no. I guess not. No, there's no such thing as a sexy single event. There's sad, lonely people, <laughs> you know, gathering in a gymnasium. That's what that sounds like to me. We're done for the day. Be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. We are taking caller number 17 oh, on yeah. those Sammy Hagar tickets. 1-800-243-7625 is how you get hooked up with those. Aside from that, we're done. Be back at it tomorrow. See ya.